well? Um, something like 36. What? Something like 36? Who are you, boys? Wait, wait, what is that anyway, something like 36? Does that include me? Um, 37. I'm 37? I'm going to class. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? Hello, all, and welcome to... Smodcast. I'm your host, Kevin Smith. Wait a second. Oh, wait, wait, no, no, wait. Yeah, that's what makes me not listen to Smodcast, is Kevin Smith doing that all fucking day, and I can't stand the stoner voice. Anyways, this is episode 37 of the Jake and John pod. There's no the. It's been 37 episodes. I'm saying it as, it. It, it is what we, it, I, I'm It's refer- a verb. Verb. I, I'm referring to it as a noun. Well, you're wrong. It is the Jake and John podcast. The Jake and John pod. Whatever. We, we are podding for the Jake and John podcast show <laughs> thing. I'm going to have to get a new URL. Now. <laughs> uh, but anyways, episode 37, yeah, I'm anyway. John, sitting here across from... Old boy Jacob Luke, mm. with the fresh haircut. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I almost took a picture of a guy at uh, Star Wars Weekends this weekend because he looked exactly like you with long hair. <laughs> I was like, oh my. Heather pointed him out. She's like, oh my god, Jake's here. I was like, what? And I saw him walking across. I was like, oh my god, it's Jacob Stoppelganger. I found him. It was perfect. Um, but anyways, episode thirty-seven. Episode thirty-seven. If y'all been listening? Which I know you might have. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I'm full of shit. For those who listen. But um, we've been building up to this 37 in a row. Well, and uh, We've been practicing 36 times Yes. to bring you the ultimate and special episodes. Yes, the Kevin Smith wet sloppy blowjob episode, which I'm probably going to change the title of whenever I post it. Probably. Jake's going to take it all <laughs> over his face, neck, and chest. There you go. <laughs> Alright, we if you haven't figured it out yet, episode thirty seven. Um if you are a Kevin Smith fan, you know that that value, that numeric value holds a special special meaning in the uh Kevin Smith mythos. <laughs> I would call it the View Askew universe, but he's yeah. got other films outside of that too, which yeah. we'll go but, over. Yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be what we're gonna do today. We're going to basically have a nice little love fest over uh, Kevin and his movies. Yes, we love his movies, his podcast. In fact, that's probably one of the reasons why we're podcasting now, I would say. I would say, well, I like, well... I like a Smodco podcast better than I like Kevin Smith's podcast. Oh, yeah. I mean, my favorite is Tell Him Steve Dave out of all tell, of them. Tell Him Steve Dave is uh, is the numero uno for both of us. But, uh, I mean, I've been listening to Smodcast for a long time, like before Tell Him Steve Dave. I don't understand why you don't listen to Babylon. Babylon is fucking hilarious. It, no, I, I'm sure it is, but it's just uh, one of those things where I have too many podcasts I listen to now, and I think Babylon's Sm- not at the top of my list. Babylon is better than, it's better than Smodcast, and it's better than Get Old. I never really listened to much Get Old either, except for the ones I, I was actually at. I stopped listening to Get Old just because I got... I mean, I understand it's like a live show that he does with Muse, um, but I just it got kind of boring. And the, the last 15 minutes of every podcast was well, just... Well, if you would ever go see it live, you would probably like acting it. Acting out <laughs> odd sexual positions with fans. But see, you can't see that I in know, a podcast. That's, that's why I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, I really don't care. And well, well, no, what also sucks is, and I don't understand why people do this, I guess it's because they don't listen to fucking podcasts. They ask the same goddamn questions over and oh, over yeah, again. Oh, yeah, that's any Q&A. You don't have to... 
That's why it's hard for. That's why it's hard for me to listen to any of Kevin's live yeah. shows is because everyone asks the same fucking questions. Yeah, and they all start out, Kevin. I'm a filmmaker. Yeah, yeah. or I'm an aspiring yeah. filmmaker. I'm an aspiring producer. I'm an aspiring this. You know, how do you get into the business? How did you do this? And his answer is the same every fucking time. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate it, and I respect Kevin for doing it. And even though he tells everybody, just do this, you know, do you, this, this, that, and the other. It's like, it's not that easy. Kevin had, was extremely fortunate that that one individual was sitting in that viewing room whenever clerks came mm-hmm. on, and he passed all that information along the line. Another person saw it, they went to Sundance with it, and then after Sundance, they, you know, what, Miramax bought it, right? Miramax uh, clerks, uh, yes, I believe so. They, they bought it and then widely distributed it. Mm. Well... As widely as they could. As mm. Whatever. Anyways, not everyone does that. If you and I were to make a film and to show it to mm. people, well, here's the thing it, though: it's it, not going to be to the extent that Clerks is. But and this is what Kevin Smith always preaches, which you've heard it time and time again. It's pretty much just like there's always an audience for everything. I mean, yeah, like I mean, you're saying, yeah, we've got if we made people that listen to us, maybe if we made a movie, yeah. No one would probably see it, but you know, you never know. Like with clerks, you might have that one guy who's like, "Oh, this is fucking genius." Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it only, it only takes one guy in the right position, mm. and that's what happened to Kevin, and that's how he continues mm. to make movies now. And we'll, I mean, we'll discuss it. Like Tusk, mm. we both enjoyed Tusk. Yep. Was it one of his greatest? I don't think so. It was one of his box office bombs for sure. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, well. for sure. But he got funding. He got. Yeah. Pe- there are people out there that have the means to fund his craziness. Yeah, and it wasn't even. He didn't even well, have to go to Kickstarter or anything. Yeah, which no. I'm sure he would have made his if, money on. He's got enough money to go to Kickstarter. <laughs> he'd have a huge fucking. That's budget. They should call it. They should call it Kickstarter. There you go for the quick stop. Kickstarter, <laughs> 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 yeah. But I mean, it's just. It, I mean. I almost actually. If I kinda, you have a fan that's in a position to support your cause mm-hmm. and has the financial mm-hmm. means to support you, then you're golden. But I, if you can't find that support, then you're not. I must say, I kind of do also appreciate that about his last couple of films. Like he hasn't had to go to Kickstarter. Like he's specifically yeah. said, like I'm not going to this, even though I know I isn't, could. What, what is who's isn't it a a twenty four or something like that? The 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 company that's financing. I'm not sure. Like Tusk. <laughs> uh, they, they did Tusk, and they did, uh, they're doing, um, well, I know. the one he's doing now. Uh, yoga oh, Hosers? Yoga Hosers, and I think they're, when is he doing Krampus? That is uh, just, like, I don't falling know. off That's, the edge. Like, yeah. now we've got Mallrats 2 is next, and Clerks 3. Like, I thought Krampus. And Hit Somebody filming in the fall. Oh, yeah, Hit Somebody. So. It was like, what the hell? Like, hey, I'd like a, I'd like a mean, nasty Christmas <laughs> movie that doesn't yeah. have uh, an Indian and a Chinese guy in it. <laughs> Racist. <laughs> <laughs> Not racist. I use black emojis. Yeah, but um, like I was saying before about the, like, the podcast, but Tell Him Steve Dave, like, those were some of my favorite episodes before Tell Him Steve Dave, where the earlier ones where he's like, oh, Mosher's not here, so we've got Brian Johnson and Walt Flanagan here talking about, you know, days back in Highlands and stuff. Then they kind of started their own thing and spun off, and now he has, like, 96 podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, now, I mean, he does, I don't, I mean, I understand, like, that's how, like, he makes a little bit of his cash, is doing these appearances and mm-hmm. doing the podcast and stuff like that. I'm really curious to know how much he makes off the podcast. I'm sure he, well, advertising, that's... <laughs> I wonder if he makes 100 figures in the first year alone. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> a little Tusk reference for you. <laughs> As long as he keeps doing what he's doing, he's I'm fine with it. I mean, I'm sure that web hosting. I mean, I, I was gonna ask you about it to take a short side note off of the uh, 
Kevin Smith thing. Like, all the fucking hosting that BitBlast Network is doing right now. Dude, I'm I, just like, how, honestly, fuck, how fucking much is Sturgis charging these guys? to host? He's hosting, like, 18 right. shows we'll, now. We'll give him a little quick plug, then. BitBlast, I'm actually... I, I'm liking how they're finally forming into, like, a network. An actual network. Yeah. And yeah, it, I, yeah. I, I, I respect that. Yeah, like, that's he's really finally, cool. It's finally a network. But I missed the main BitBlast show. That's, that's, my, <laughs> that's, that's my beef, is I want to listen to BitBlast. I want to listen to Eric Sturgis and fucking Garen and talk about just random bullshit mm. try to be smart about things mm. <laughs> or that's have, why it's funny or have garen go off on a fucking dark souls <laughs> tangent <laughs> well didn't they leak dark souls 3 or something yeah they did anyway so, all right know. enough let's, about that we're focusing on the lovely tea party cut cut that portion out and throw it on the end or something <laughs> those guys don't deserve this is kevin this smith is prime time this, this is blow kevin job there we go I've already got Kevin. I've already got Kevin Hart. I can see his veins. <laughs> Kevin Hart? <laughs> no, I said I've got Kevin Hart. Oh, <laughs> I can see his veins. <laughs> We're about to cup the balls here. So. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, as you get, uh, uh, we love Kevin. Smith. Yes. we love Kevin Smith's movies. His, uh, but one thing we discussed this prior to this mm. is uh, our both of us as we've gotten older, mm. like we both ran into Kevin Smith as teenagers, high mm. school. Oh yeah. But now that we're older, our perspectives are different, and what we take away from Kevin's movies are entirely different. And mm. you'll see this because we made lists of our favorites. Well, not we'll get to favorites. that. We've, we'll get to that later. But we, yes, we, we've list, We put ranked in order. eleven to yeah, one. Ranked. We've <laughs> ranked Kevin Smith's uh, movies, written and directed. This is where we might argue a bit. <laughs> this is where we will argue a bit. This is where the probably the meat and potatoes of this podcast is going to come mm-hmm. from us arguing back and forth about why why we think one movie is better than yeah. the other. But don't get me wrong. All all eleven of his movies, I love them all. I mean, I'll watch them all and enjoy them. I I've watched them all. It's just some more than others. Yes, there are some <laughs> movies that I've watched a lot more than others. A lot more. Mm. Um, but with that, we'll get to that later. Yeah, and that's a that's a little bit later. We're gonna talk about. I think we'll start with this. We're gonna just do a synop- filmo- We're gonna do uh, like a filmography, kind of like a kind synopsis. of. But I mean, uh, we'll add some. I wouldn't say like opinions because I wanted to save that towards like the ranking thing. Like, yeah. oh, this one's my favorite. This one's my least favorite. I mean, we can say what we liked and disliked or well, whatever. Let's save that but- for the rank. Okay. Well, well, how how should we do the rank? How about we just fly by the seat of our pants like we usually do? Okay. But how about we should do the rank? Just be like, all right, here's number eleven, you know, and then we'll go. back Oh, we're and gonna forth. go bottom to top. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna argue so fucking much. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna argue so fucking. I might be crucified. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think our, our tops might be similar. I don't think they will be. We'll see. But anyway, they definitely will not be similar. I think um, I'll start with one. Uh, we're probably not going to talk about much, and I, I didn't include this in our uh, ranking or anything because I, I just included like feature films. But um, right. it's the first film he made. Never saw it. Uh, it was called Mayday. Yeah, it was like a short film for his Vancouver Film School, or whatever. Yeah. It's on the Clerks X DVD. Don't have it. <laughs> which came out. Uh, I'm a terrible fan. Which came out over ten years ago now at this point. Yeah. But, but um, it, it was it was good for a short little film. It was basically about how they um their film project they wanted to make a documentary. But, like, they fucked up on it. So it's, like, a, a documentary about fucking up on the documentary. <laughs> okay. But it, it's pretty funny and it's pretty good. Right. Are you yeah. going to see the... Uh, not to get too far away, but this has to do with Kevin Smith. Did you see somebody's doing, like, a, like a documentary? Like oh, yeah. A, a it's called Making Clerks, yeah, I believe. Making Clerks, yeah. yeah well, Kevin Smith's a part of it, too. Oh, is so, he? Yeah. I was, I was curious about yeah. that. I was like, I wonder how much Kevin is in on this. 
Yeah, I think he uh, narrates it or something. Oh, I was okay. kind of skimming over some stuff the other night. Okay. Uh, okay. But, and we can add that to our extra credit section, because I got a lot of extra credit. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Jake's done most of the prep work for this. I just came in and ranked and watched all the movies. Well, I've seen all the movies prior, but I had I had to do homework and watch yeah. uh, Jersey Girl and Dogma yeah, um, it, before this week. Those are the only ones I hadn't seen yet. Well, if you call it prep work, I, there's still a lot. It's like my mind's blowing how much shit there is uh, to go through. This this might be a Jacob-hosted <laughs> one. <laughs> but no, but, uh, you know, like I said, with the filmography, um, you know, he made Mayday and Vancouver Film School, you know. And, okay. You know, okay, so let's go in order. Uh, so, let's go in order the films he made. But, all right. 1994, Clerks. Clerks. Was made on a $27,000 budget, I want to say. Yes. Yes, $27,000 yeah. budget. Before post. <laughs> yeah. Well, $27,000 budget. Um, he made it. He uh, sold his comic books. He sold his comic books. He maxed he out 10 maxed credit out, cards. Uh, a lot of credit cards. Mm. And uh, he used basically uh, Scott Mosier and a bunch of his friends no. to put this movie together. Like Walt Flanagan, as yeah. he always says, is the Lon Chaney of the 90s. Lon Chaney. With all the, the multiple roles that he played. He, he played about eight different roles in that movie. <laughs> and it, all of them were great. But uh, yeah, but the twenty-seven thousand uh, worked out in his favor because this one was, um, you know, very successful compared to that much money. How much money he put into it? Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I'm curious about because because of how and I know he used Walt because you know it's probably cheap. Walt did Walt probably didn't require too much, if any at all, payment. And like I, I don't understand why he didn't give Walt m- more to do unless Walt. I mean, you and I know Walt. I'm, oh, we don't know Walt. First yeah, off, I've met him once, but <laughs> but being being telling Steve Dave people, we listen to Walt. And we have we, a, we feel like we have we have a kind we, of a we have a grasp on yeah. his on his <laughs> thing. So my because I've always been curious is like why wouldn't he give Walt a little bit more? Mm-hmm. Like I understand he's using like his real actors mm-hmm. and and the and the further movies, but why couldn't he give him like a little bit more something to do uh, more, more than uh, just be fanboy? <laughs> well, that was well, that was in Mallrats, you know, right? But, but that, but I mean, well, like I said, well, I just watched, like I said, I just watched Dogma, mm-hmm. and he was sign holder, mm-hmm. and then you didn't see him in Chasing Amy because his scene was cut from that. Oh yeah, yeah. See, I didn't see. Well, him. he had they had that like a, I want to say almost a five minute scene in the comic book store. Him and Steve, Dave. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. That's why I didn't. <laughs> see I'll, him. I'll show you that after this. Anyway, well, like I said, why, why couldn't he have been more like he's an extremely minor character? Mm-hmm. But like in Jay and Bob Strike Back, he's fanboy again. He's like, oh man, blah, blah. like it's just like. Well, all right. So we'll make a side note about Walt here. Uh, here's one of the reasons I think. Well, one, when Mallrats filmed after that, and this is why he doesn't get on planes and stuff. Uh, and that's yeah. probably another reason why he's not in a lot of these movies because they probably don't film in Jersey all the time. Yeah, no, know? they don't. And the ones that do film in Jersey, he's probably a bit part in. But um, did you ever hear this podcast with uh, Jeff Anderson, the guy who plays uh, Randall? The most recent one. Yeah, where he they, they have like a big conversation about how great of a guy Walt is, and like it was kind of cool hearing it from someone else other than Kevin because like he was talking about him on the set of Clerks and everything. And I'm trying to I'm trying to because I did listen to the one it was the most because I think he's had Jeff on there more than once. Yeah, he's had him on there a couple. Well, times. the most recent one was the one I listened to, mm-hmm. but I don't remember. Yeah, they had like a conversation, conversation about like how like Walt was just like not just as an actor, but like he was you know. There for moral support. He was a you know a PA. Uh, yeah, he was like a PA. I remember because Walt Walt's joked about his PA days. Yeah. Well, and that's why like uh, he was a, supposed to be like a PA in Mallrats or whatever. And then like I guess the film studio or whatever was like, no, we're, you know, you, use our guys. I think that's yeah. how the story went. 
And then he flew home on a plane, had bad turbulence, and never flew again. <laughs> that, that, that kills me. That guy has one one bad experience, and I know doesn't ever fly on a plane. <laughs> Fucking Kevin flies all over the goddamn place. Brian, Ming, and Mike, mm. they fly every week to another damn convention. <laughs> and yet, they're still coming back and talking to him. Well, hey, that's like uh, when Tell Them Steve Dave took their only tour, they took a bus like all the way yeah, down through that, California. That's stuff. Yeah. I think it's hilarious that they did a tour. Because, like I said, I, I, I went back and listened to all the Tell Them Steve Dave. It, it blew my mind that they, they did a podcasting comedy tour so early in their mm. podcasting days. Like, if they were to do it now, like, I would understand. They're extremely popular mm. now. But doing it, like, I mean, they did it, like, within, like, 20 episodes or something mm. like that. I'm like, that's so fucking early. Like, well, you know, people, there was a demand already. I, I mean, guess. I guess. Well, I also, I think they, they might have opened for Kevin during some of those, I want to say, maybe. Did they? Uh, I don't remember. It was, like, five years ago. <laughs> that, was a, that was a long time ago. Anyways. There's going to be a lot of misinformation, I'm sure, in here, just like every podcast we yeah, have. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. Back to Clerks. Back to Clerks. All right, Clerks is about uh, uh, the day in the life of a convenience store clerk. Basically. Much. Two convenience yeah. store clerks. And, uh, well, I think, and Kevin's mentioned this as well, but what he has going for him in this one is that there's never really been a movie about two convenience store mm. clerks and the comedy that happens on a daily basis between mm. them. And that works in his advantage. Oh, yeah. Because you can't make a movie like that now. Oh, let's go make a quick stop. Oh, wait, that's been done already. Yeah. Oh, let's get, let's go make a movie about, oh, working at a grocery. Oh, that's been done already. Uh, <laughs> let's go make, oh, oh. I mean, we can make a movie about legal assistance. Who'd watch that? Yeah. Type, type, type. type. <laughs> ah, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Son of a bitch. What do you Rain. mean you missed the hearing? <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. That seems great. No. See, with the, like with the constant interaction with customer service type jobs, yeah. <laughs> it works. But the people, like, and I don't want to, I, I won't say that Kevin Smith started it, but Clerks kind of opened up a little, like, oh, like, there are service industries where these people are forced to interact with people, and it they, could they be may not like just, too much. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> they're talking with people that they don't fucking give two shits about, mm-hmm. and they have to be nice to them. And, well, Clerks... Uh, <laughs> You, yeah, I guess, I guess in clerks you don't have to be nice to him. Oh yeah, especially in Randall's case. Yeah. Well, Randall, that pit. Remember, if listen to Kevin Smith, you know that he wrote that part for himself. That's why he had, mm. Randall has the best jokes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Dante and Randall were just him and Brian Johnson. Yeah. In movie form, really. Yeah. It was like about Kevin's life, you know, yeah. to an exaggerated extent. Oh yeah, obviously <laughs> an exaggerated expense of movie. But uh, I'm curious why didn't why didn't he just use him and Brian's names? Oh, um... Why the change of names? Has he ever said why he changed the names? Dante and Well, Randall, Dante... I, I can say Dante is because, if you notice in Clerks, it's split up into nine different parts. The nine circles of hell, it's basically kind of a Dante's Inferno type thing. So Dante is obvious. Okay. You know, either uh, Randall, I don't know where he came up with Randall. But, um... Well, maybe it's because... And Dante is Kevin, right? And Randall's Brian? I believe so. Yeah. But, um... I re- Yeah... But him and Brian had the falling out during that time, if you remember. Yeah. So that, that might be one reason why he didn't, like, oh, Dante and Brian or Kevin and Brian. And also maybe he just didn't want to name a character after himself because it sounds self-serving. I guess I don't know. That's like the it's first a movie time, about his self. That's like <laughs> the first time I heard the um, song Everything Evil by Coheed and Cambria and Claudio Sanchez, the lead singer, is singing you know, about Claudio. I'm like, man, you know, just write your name in the song there. And then I'm like, oh, the name of his character is Claudio Kilgannon in the story. Right. You know. <laughs> so, okay, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I should ask him one day. Yeah, you know, I have a different question in one of these Q and A's. Yeah. That he has. 
if we ever go to one. Which, well, Supercon's the next one, but I'm not going there, unfortunately. Yeah. It, it would be different, because everybody fucking asks. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, Kevin. I'm an aspiring oh. filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get into the business? It's like, well, listen to my last podcast. I would love for him to say that. Listen to yeah. all of my podcasts. <laughs> I say it every fucking time. Well, that's not just with Kevin, though. That's every guest at every convention ever, if you've ever been to a panel <laughs> with a celebrity guest. I don't think I ever have. Yeah, because you went to a costume contest. I think yeah. that's about your, <laughs> yeah. Basically, your extent that with that. Anyways, Clerks. Clerks, yeah. Um, it's in black and white. It's yes. apparently cheaper to buy a black and white film <laughs> camera apparently. than it is. At least uh, back in the day, now you can make a, as Kevin said before, now you can make a movie on your damn phone, you know, and people will watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Fucking upload that shit to YouTube. Mm-hmm. You immediately get a hundred people watching it. You mean the YouTube? <laughs> the YouTube. <laughs> I didn't realize YouTube's not that old. It was about two thousand four, right? Yeah, yeah, man. I thought it was older than that. Like I oh. thought YouTube's been around for a while. It's probably because we're just so immersed in it now. Because you remember back in the day, we used to not even have the damn internet as a yeah, entertainment that's thing. <laughs> that's more than true. I'm, I, I'm, that's why we would ride our fucking bikes <laughs> down the road. <laughs> <laughs> okay. and play Pokemon I, cards I think it, it's so funny to me it's we didn't have internet <laughs> that's how old I am I've lived in a day where I didn't have internet what access. the fuck is the internet <laughs> we'll get to that one later oh, man. <laughs> that joke makes so much more sense now mm-hmm. <laughs> alright are we done with clerks uh if you want to be I guess I mean it's about well I'm sure we're going to talk more about them whenever we list why when we opinionate Mm-hmm. More so on them. But yeah, it's basically, if you want to sum it up in the quickest ways, the day in the life of a convenience store clerk or a couple of them. Based loosely upon loosely. Kevin and uh, Brian. Except with more, uh, like, uh, what's the word? Not necrophilia, but, you know, fucking a dead corpse. Basically. Yeah. Oh, and, and, and the funeral scene, too, as well. Which was. That was cut out, though. The funeral scene. Oh, we can talk about that real quick. Um, It was cut out, budgetary concerns, obviously. But uh, in the Clerks X DVD, they animated it back in. Yeah. And it was actually word for word from... Because they made it into a comic, like, right after the movie came out. It's like, right. oh, here's how the scene would play out. And it, it was pretty funny. I think, <laughs> but, seen it. I think I've only seen it once, but yeah. That's where Jay and Silent Bob knock over the casket, right? No, Dante and Randall. Oh, Dante and Randall do. Yeah, because they got in a fight. Yeah, well, um... No, because Dante lost his keys down the skirt of the deceased. Uh, which was, you know, he went out with her and... Actually, this is a good segue, um... Julie Dwyer was the name of the character that died because uh-huh. she did laps in the pool and had an embolism, which leads off to the beginning of the next movie, Mallrats. Really? Yeah, remember at the beginning she's like, oh, she said the camera adds 10 pounds, so she went to the YMCA and did laps and everything, and then died. So Mallrats takes place before Clerks chronologically. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Wow, right. I did not know that. And here's a good time to explain. Clerks was the beginning of what we call the Viewers universe. Yes. Where most of Kevin's movies, they all take place in the same universe, and you'll see characters interacting with each other. Yes, I like that. I like that. I, I do like too. That he does that. I do too. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, in the funeral scene, they meet with Alyssa Jones, who is the main female lead in Chasing Amy, the third movie. And Mallrats, they do, yeah, because no, Mallrats. She's not in Mallrats. Her sister Trish is making the book about you know she's the underage. Oh, that's sex. her sister. Yes. Because if oh, you see, I didn't know those characters were brothers. Yep. And at the end of Jane and Silent Bob, both Trish and Alyssa are coming out of the movie together. Yeah, They're, yeah, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's connecting. That's it. She's coming out. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, no, it's I never. <clears throat> that never connected for me. 
I but didn't, I didn't uh, grasp as that. you've seen, like with Mallrats, um, different actors play different characters because Joey Lauren Adams is yeah. a, as a different character as Gwen. Yeah, they yeah. all play different characters. Mm-hmm. A lot of them do, except for Jane and Silent Bob, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, Jason Lee plays different ones. Every, like every movie, sometimes yeah. more than one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, shit, and just about in every one he plays a different mm-hmm. character, mm-hmm. even though he also plays the same character. Doesn't he reference his own character at one point? Yeah. <laughs> well, just like in Chasing Amy, um, Alyssa references Gwen right. during one part of it as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you got a point. Okay, 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 okay. All right. All right. Anyway, well, all right, before we leave Clerks, even though we kind of already did because we're scatterbrained and stuff like we always are, um, I did look up just like little factoids like about box offices and ratings and stuff. Uh, Clerks was um, on Rotten Tomatoes. I looked up... Tomatoes and uh, Metacritic, like the two big ones, I would okay, say. Okay, yeah, because so you're going to have to do this part. Yeah, which, um, you know, we don't always agree with critics, of course. <laughs> but, yeah, well, our, our lists are going to say uh, we don't yeah. agree with critics. Well, we like all of his movies, so we already don't agree yeah. with critics. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Clerks was actually tied with another movie on Rotten Tomatoes for the highest rated of all of his films. Really? At 88%. This one got an 88%? Yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. And um, it wasn't oh. the highest on Metacritic, but it got a 70 out of 100. Really? Average, Those yeah. are good grades. Yeah. <laughs> Those are really good grades. Yeah, so it was a... I don't know if I'd say critically acclaimed, but it was favorable I, in the critics. Uh, yeah. Eyes, you know. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to get fucking crucified for my list. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. Okay, anyways. All right, so... And, and also at the box office, Clerks made $3.2 million. Yeah, so which, it was pretty consi- successful. Considering he made it for twenty seven grand, he got his yeah. money back. Which I mean, I, I don't necessarily want to spout all the box office sets for all of these. Because like, oh, I went to Wikipedia and looked all these up, but it was a success. Yeah, that's, that's the point. Which brings me to Mallrats, which was his biggest box office flop of all of his movies. Was it really? Yes, um, because it was a budget of six point one million and it only made two point one. Ow. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Which, yeah. <laughs> Even though that, that Mallrats is considered by a lot to be one of his best. Uh, not by the critics, either. No, by his fans. Right. It wasn't... It's... it's yeah. It's at this it's point... It's a cult classic. It's a cult classic. For sure. I wonder how much he... You should have looked up how much he made on uh, video and DVD sales. Oh. Uh, yeah. I, because I didn't then he say... I mean, it, it, I don't, he I, admitted that he's made more money off of the DVD and video sales than he did uh, off in of the, the box, box office. office. I would... Uh, I would... Sh- yeah, I would assume so with it being in the cult classic status, you know, that he yeah. would make more money off of it. Yeah. But as far as the box office is concerned, it failed horribly. Yeah. And see see what happens when you give an independent filmmaker money, pretty much. Is what, you know, I'm sure all the execs were saying. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm but, sure. hey, it wasn't his worst rated film. Really? In either of them, no. Uh, Tomatoes gave it 55% and Metacritic 41 out of 100. And that's not the worst? No. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Okay. But anyway, Mallrats. <laughs> Mallrats, you know. we uh, we get introduced to a lot of new characters. Yeah, Brody and uh, uh, T.S. are the, you know, uh, the uh, main characters named after Jaws, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but still, hey, you take what you know, dude. Uh, Brody's awesome. <laughs> I, I like the I like the I like Brody's character. Um, Brody is based off of Walt Flanagan too, down to the Dixie Cup, <laughs> full of soda. Yeah, yeah that's well, true. Apparently. This character, yeah, this character, I remember that because Kevin did he and Brian and Clerks, and then Mallrats is based on. Mm-hmm. 
wall. Yeah, you know, which if you listen to Tell Him Steve Dave, you know about like the flea markets and the malls and stuff from back in the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyway, it's a it's a day at the mall, pretty much when there's um, basically yeah. That's it's <laughs> we go from the day in the life of a clerk to a day in the life of a mall, mall junkie. Rat. Or yeah, mall rat. From, <laughs> I mean. I actually can't wait for this next movie, Mall Rats, mm. too. It's going to be fucking great. Mall Rats? Mall Rats. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, yeah, but uh, they're they're filming a game show there, pretty much, where T.S.'s <clears throat> girlfriend, the main character, like has to be a part of it. It's like a dating game type thing, and she has to be a part of it, because like we said, the contestant... Well, her on, dad is the one that's... Her running. dad's running it. Yeah, her dad but who she, is... Uh, Mickey Rourke. No, say Mickey Rourke. Michael Rooker. <laughs> Michael Rooker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but her dad was running it, but she wasn't the contestant because, uh, as we said before, the Julie Dwyer character was. But then T.S. is like, "Oh, the camera adds ten pounds," and then she went to the YMCA and died and blah blah blah. See, I never, I never, I never, I never, I never knew that. Mm. Didn't know that happened. Yeah. Either way, so she going. has to be filled in with that, and then you know, of course, that upsets T.S. very much. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and then so they go to the mall and decide how to sabotage it. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, they enlist uh, everyone's favorite couple uh, of slacker stoners who slacker we were introduced stoners. to in Clerks. <laughs> Jane and Silent Bob. <laughs> and, and Silent Bob turns into Batman. <laughs> fly, fat ass, fly. What, uh, what was the character that What's-Her-Face played in this one? Who's What's-Her-Face? Uh, the one, the main star of Chasing Amy. Joey Lauren Adams? She yeah. played Gwen. Well, Gwen, okay. Yeah. And she is not a recurring character. Um, I don't believe... No, she, she hasn't... She's just a mall person. She hasn't been seen in any of the other movies, okay. yes. Okay, because sometimes, like... The multiple actors and actresses playing multiple characters mm-hmm. kind of confuses me. Yeah, and this was also the first movie, like, well, since it was big budget and you had more Hollywood-type actors, we got to see a lot of people who were going to be in a lot more of these movies. Yeah. And some people who are budding stars, you know, like the well, young Ben Affleck, for yeah, instance. Yeah, this is uh, young Ben Affleck. It's not his first film, but it's his first, ma- in his first major I, role I think we've film? always said that. Like, it's one of his first big, you yeah. know, films. Because he, yeah... <laughs> he, he plays uh, it's, it's the, so second, the secondary antagonist. It's so yeah, funny how say. big he's gotten since appearing in Mallrats. Um, he's fucking Batman now. <laughs> you can't, it's pretty big. You can't get too much bigger than that. Um, we also meet uh, Ethan Plumley. Ethan Supley. That's what I said. <laughs> I, always, I always call Ethan Supley Ethan Plumley. Yeah. Don't ask me why. I think I just get him his old fatter days mixed mm-hmm. in with uh, Plumley uh, from uh, <laughs> the Vegas yeah. Pawn Shop show. <laughs> Chumley, you mean? You yeah, don't Chumley. even get his name right. <laughs> Jesus, man, I'm off my game. But um, yeah, yeah, he plays a character named Willem, which is not to be confused with Scott Mosier's character of Willem Black from Clerks and other movies as so, well. <laughs> so there's two Willems in the Buick universe. And Ethan's coming back for the next one, which I'm super excited mm-hmm. about. He uh, he stared at the his character was staring at the that those the, the magic eye the magic eye he could never see the sailboat yeah it was a sailboat <laughs> everyone walks up yeah it's a sailboat yeah it's a sailboat. oh you don't see the sailboat <laughs> then uh, who, 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 who let's see I'm trying to think it's been it's been a little while since I've seen Mall Rats. Um, I'm drawing a mad. Yeah. Right <laughs> Obviously, um, yeah, I've got. I've got. Well, a, oh, it was also the Mallrats was also the movie that gave us the famous line, "Tell him, Steve, Dave." Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. That's a uh, uh, Walt as fanboy and Brian as a uh, Steve, Dave, Steve, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there we go. All right, sorry guys, All we right. had a little technical difficulty. Oh, thank God, John apparently. <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, well, when I do that, I should do this too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
John is our showrunner, I guess, apparently. He noticed that uh, the computer was fucking up a little bit. Yeah. But so, uh, you didn't really miss anything. We were just, like, ending about, like, you ending, know, ending Stanley was in Mall Rats. Stanley was in Mall Rats. Brody, Brody went to the mall, found uh, T, T, T.S., right? Mm, T.S. is the name T.S., of there, yeah. they were buddies. They had an adventure in the mall. Mm, they, they stopped a game show from happening. They even went to the flea market and met a psychic, too, yeah. with a third oh, nipple. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, but yeah, that's basically sums up Mallrats. I know. I almost hate summing it up that way too, but I, that's, it really kind of is a shitty summation. Yeah, um, for such but, a cult classic. But but, uh, but we did miss something. You know, but anyway, we'll get opinionated later. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're yeah. You're gonna see us fight. So <laughs> okay, uh, we're gonna try this again. All right. Yeah. For um, for what was gonna be one of our greatest episodes, I'm sure it's already turning uh, into a technical disaster. Yeah, which oh. is upsetting. Um. Much more so to Jake because he has to edit and put yeah. this together. Um, but anyways, no, nah, uh, my computer's on its last leg. It's got to be. <laughs> anyway, we're chasing. We're talking right. about chasing Amy. Yeah, we're we got to, to go the part of chasing Amy. Yeah, third in the viewers universe, third you know major film of his after all. Um, what I was saying was uh, on Rotten Tomatoes it was tied with Clerks at eighty eight percent as his highest rated film, and which on, is incredible. And on Metacritic, it was his highest rated film at eighty one out of a hundred. So. Mm-hmm. In all stats and purposes, it's his highest rated movie by the critics. That's that's incredibly interesting <laughs> to me. But and, and I'll go into more detail about this later because this one I've rated Yeah, you I've, rated it somewhere uh, on your list. I'll, get, I'll get to I'll get to that later, but anyways, I uh I think this movie would have done a lot better in my opinion had the ending not been what it was. <laughs> Because, like I said, whenever I watched it with Heather, we watched it when it came out on Netflix, we were watching it and we were like, wow, why does this movie get so fucking, like, trash? Like, I don't understand. Like, why do people not like this movie? And then we got to the end, and we are like, oh, that's why. <laughs> it was not a, uh, well... You're getting Kev- opinionated. Ke- yeah, I know. Oh, well, let's, let's just say, it. Kevin, Kevin's not a storybook ending kind of person. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I think that's... Okay, I, I'm getting way too opinionated here. Yeah. Either way, okay. Faces. Anyway, critics loved it. Critics loved it. Uh, maybe because they hated Mallrats. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like, ah, oh, Kevin's redeemed yeah. himself. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, Ben Affleck plays the main character. Um, um, he plays Holden McNeil. Holden McNeil. And Jason yeah. Lee plays his partner, Banky Edwards. The, the Tracer. The, <laughs> the Tracer. <laughs> the Tracer. Yeah. Um, they're a comic book. Yeah, they're yeah, comic book team. writers. Artists. Yeah. Uh, one, uh, one, 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 what's the inker? What I don't know the fucking yeah, yeah one writes and draws it and the other one inks it. That's kind of I feel as though that's very one sided. Oh, let me go ahead and draw everything. Let me go ahead and inking's write an important job. And then you <laughs> go ahead and color everything. Yeah, they weren't just making fun of it in the movie. It's <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware. Um, but anyways, his character falls in love with a lesbian. He spends the majority of the movie trying to change her, <laughs> change her, get into her pants, mm. so to speak. Um, well, it's more than that. Well, <laughs> well, it's yeah. more genuine than that. Yeah, it say. is because he's in love with her. Mm. He's not just not out for the pussy. Mm. So, uh, but yeah, that's basically the movie. Yeah. Uh, a he, guy tries well, to change a lesbian, and he does. But then her past comes up, which you know oh, he gets very yeah. involved in, <laughs> which he shouldn't do. Yes, shouldn't have done. If we want a storybook ending. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but it, I, I mean, hey, it, it was, you know, the critics liked it. Um, introduced more characters to the VSC universe. It did. You know, uh, uh, Jane Silent Bob were back. Silent Bob had a nice little five minute monologue. Yeah, that's, uh, that's whenever <laughs> Silent Bob finally well, spoke up. Mm-hmm. Um, let us know. What, shit, I can't remember 
What was he talking about? He was talking about chasing Amy. That was the oh, girl yeah, that got yeah. away because he got into her past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember that. He basically gave like um, a synopsis of the movie. Many synopsis. <laughs> It's like in uh, Iron Man, whenever they're giving the synopsis in the movie in the very beginning in Arabic. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't know what we're saying, but this is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, basically Silent Bob gave the rundown of the movie within mm-hmm. the movie, which was interesting, I guess. But yeah, um, and if we're going box office, it uh, well, he scaled back the budget again from Mallrats, of course, because no one would give him money, probably. Probably a smart thing. Uh, 250000 the budget. Made, really? That's all? Made $12 million in the box office. That's where was, he made his money. It was pretty successful. Uh, in I, that I, I've regards. always thought, I was like, yeah, and, you know, Clerks, you know, he made, you know, $3 million mm-hmm. on it, but I was like, you know, he's. Uh, Kevin's a well off guy. Yeah. Um, sure. I am, I've been curious, like, where is he making his money? But apparently, if he's going from 250k to uh, 12 mil, well, it's not like 12 mil went into Kevin's no, pocket. No, I know, I know. But <laughs> like, okay, he made a good chunk of money on that one, then. I'm sure, and it gets better than that as far as his money that he makes to really? later movies. But okay, um, but because uh, apparently... I've never, I've never looked into the money situation, mm. or the money making of his movies. Mm. And of course, like his other movies, this one, you know, comes from his stories in real life too, and. uh... It worked for him. He's, yeah, I guess he's good at rom-coms. Did he ever <laughs> yeah. fall in love with a lesbian? Oh, I wouldn't say a lesbian, but just, like, love in general. In general. Is, uh, yeah. And probably more so the Chasing Amy thing and the past stuff. Okay. I would say, like, the Silent Bob speech, pretty much. I gotcha. Okay. Mm. All right. That works for me. Oh, and also this movie caused him to break up with his girlfriend, too, at the time, who was the who lead. Who was the lead actress. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You don't shit where you eat, people. Uh, basically. <laughs> Unless you live in a studio apartment. <laughs> Either way. Alright. But yeah, so the rom-com worked for him. but uh, Made him some money. Yeah. But his next film, the one that he wanted to make all along. The one that he wanted to make first, more than anything. Uh, he went back to kind of a comedy. Kind of a dark comedy, really. Yeah, <laughs> in it, was some a, ways. it was a dark comedy. Yeah, there was some death and destruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, dogma. Yeah, Dogma. What year was this one? 1999. 99. Okay, so two years after Amy. Mm-hmm. Eight, four years after Clerk. I mean, if mm-hmm. you think about it, that's not bad. And four, from 94 to 98, he made four movies. Mm-hmm. Making some bank. Yeah. It's pretty well, good. Bank, this one, 10 million budget, so they trusted him after chasing Amy, obviously. Yeah, t- no wonder he had the the actors that he did in this one. <laughs> gave him a 10 million budget, and it, it came back with 30.6 in the box really? office. Really? So, okay, so this one did better than I thought it would. Mm. Well, you know, at the time, Affleck and Damon were, you know, on fire. <laughs> yeah, because they had just made Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. Which he had a hand in helping as well. Apparently. Did he have it? I, um, I've always been curious if the, if he had any any sort of involvement in that because of how, I, I, I don't want to say close he was, but he was, I mean, he basically mm-hmm. got Ben Affleck's career going. He put him in two movies in three years. Where was it? I know he had some. Um, oh, he was a co-executive producer. Oh, okay, so he he was on set a couple yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but he you know he was you know and of course well we can get to that in Jane Silent Bob with Goodwill Hunting too. <laughs> it's hunting season. But <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's good. But anyway, yeah. Um, so Dogma, it's about it. Basically, if you want to sum it up in like one sentence, it's a big movie on how the Catholic Church is slow to change. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically, they do not welcome the it. Buddy, well. the, uh, this is where Kevin introduced the Buddy Christ, mm, which yes. uh, every Kevin Smith fan knows and loves. Yes, and they make dashboard versions of it you can buy yeah. as well. 
But yeah, it's like, like the whole start of the movie is like, oh, the Catholic Church, they're changing. They're yes. Catholicism now. Catholicism they're, now, changing for the people. Yes, and with the introduction of Buddy Christ. and Kind of what Pope Francis is doing right now. Kind of. <laughs> Just kidding. But not... <laughs> Just kidding, don't well, kill me. Hey, people like Pope Francis. I mean, he oh. seems like a pretty sweet guy. He, he's dude. the people's Pope, dude. Dude, he's the Batman Pope, man. Yeah. <laughs> Goes out in the streets at night. <laughs> people's Pope, man. Whatever. Anyways, but yeah, the buddy Dogma. Christ, you know, is the the statue with Christ with the thumbs up and the yeah, point the thumbs up like, yeah. and a smile. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, and the whole you know dogma, the story is you got Bartleby and Loki, the two you know fallen angels who want to get back into heaven, and with this loophole of the Catholicism now or Catholicism now or Catholicism well, you just watched it last night, so you know. <laughs> You now remember that and wow, it's both run together. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but anyway, they're, I'll watch it last they're night. doing this whole thing where you know you go to the Catholic Church now. You walk through. The, you're forgiven for everything just by walking through. Just by walking through the, the doors. doors. And so Bartleby um, and Loki take this as an opportunity. It's like, huh? Well, we can you know defy God here, get back into heaven, be forgiven for our sins. But this will also cause existence to collapse on itself because God is infallible and cannot be wrong. <laughs> and they didn't know that at the time. Yes. <laughs> um, but that's what the uh, antagonist was hoping to do in this one. Mm. Which, they weren't even the antagonists, mm. even though they kind of were almost... But Asriel yeah. was the main antagonist. Well, yeah, Jason Lee's character, yeah, Asriel. Jason Lee, Asriel. <laughs> because he was kind of pushing them to go and everything yeah, and leading he, them along the way. He, he was a fallen muse. Mm. Um, and... Uh, he was he was Switzerland, but God doesn't like Switzerland. So he was a, a freaking demon. <laughs> he became a freaking demon. Uh, <laughs> uh, and this one, it, I, I, yeah. I'm gonna not. I'm, well, it starts off also yeah, in the man, like, well, hero here. You got Beth, who Beth is the hero. You, know, you find out she's like one of the last living relatives of Jesus Christ, right? You know, and so she has the power to stop Bartleby and Loki. Correct. <laughs> from going through, you know, the Catholic Because she's going to kill some angels, mm. even though it seems impossible. Mm. Uh, she does. Yep. Um, let's see, what else happens? Oh, she meets, oh. she has her prophets with her. Yes, the prophets of pain. <laughs> the prophets of pain. <laughs> Jane, um, Silent Bob. Snooch to the news. Yeah, this is, uh, until Strike Back, this is probably their most screen time. Oh yeah, and any they were this uh, a lot. Well, they were in Mallrats a good chunk, but this were they were more main characters. Yeah, well, they were side they were the sidekicks. Yeah. Um, which now that now that I'm thinking about the movies, like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, it's just like all these movies have been like leading up to a Jay and Silent Bob. We'll movie. get to that. How Jay and Silent Bob is the Avengers of the Views universe, basically. Yeah, but um, yeah, and uh, well, she works at an abortion clinic. Yeah, and she's also infertile herself as well, and she's a Catholic and a Catholic. And, Which um, makes it very weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she gets a visit from uh, the voice of God, played by... Alan Rickman. And, yes. Uh, Professor Snape. <laughs> Professor Snape himself. I loved him. Yes. <laughs> Who has no dick and can't get drunk. Yeah. Well, angels have no dicks. <laughs> which is very weird. Yes. And God saith you cannot get drunk after Bartleby and uh, Loki uh, fucked everything up. Yes. <laughs> so he's, he gets two things of fucking tequila and spits them <laughs> back and forth. That was fucking great. But you have a nice journey, you know, from Illinois to Jersey. Is it Jersey they end up in? Yeah. Yeah, because the boardwalk and yeah. everything ends up in Jersey. Everything's anyway. in Jersey. <laughs> everything's in Jersey. This is the Jersey movie. Yes. Um, well, it was called the Jersey Trilogy, even through all of these, even though it started getting like four and five and six yeah. movies in it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but that, now we call it the View of Universe. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they get an. Uh, Silent Bob talks again. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, uh, Bartleby and Logie didn't have their tickets. Yes. 
there was a uh, poop monster or a poop the, demon. The, the Golgothan, yes. The Golgothan, <laughs> which was uh, interesting. Um, Ming Chen makes his uh, on screen on screen <laughs> debut. debut. Watching uh, which <laughs> Selma, is not, Hayek, yeah, as, Selma Hayek, yeah, Selma Hayek around in uh, underwear, mm. which uh, I would like for that mm. to be my <laughs> cinema <laughs> debut. Yeah, you got that. Uh, you got Chris Rock as Chris, the the Chris, last apostle, Rufus, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the thirteenth apostle, not written about because he's black. Mm. Uh, apparently, Jesus is black. Yes, <laughs> um, God is most definitely a she. Mm. Played by Alanis Morissette. Played by Alanis Morissette. <laughs> who, if you talk, will destroy your... Mm. Uh, uh, they kept phrasing it in a mm. very specific way. Your your fragile human mm. body and heart and mind or something. Mm. Well, well, that's how they defeated um, Bartleby. Yeah. At the end. It was yeah. God spoke. God spoke. <laughs> and everyone was like, ah! God speaking. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, the and why God couldn't just stop Bartleby and Loki is because he was every now and then he goes down and, as a human and decides and, to carry on and, with sex yeah. and play skee ball yeah. at the boardwalk, which uh, he inhabited a homeless man. He was the homeless man, John Doe Jersey. Ah, yeah, and, which who got beat up and put in the hospital and was on life support, and because he was trapped in that body or she was trapped in that body, then right, gotcha. they couldn't stop. Bartleby and Loki that way. Okay. Okay. I, somehow I missed that. I might have gone pee or something. I don't know. <laughs> you might have gone pee during one of the... It whenever was at they, the end. It was at the end. I missed Whenever they take bit. the feeding tube out of him and he's like... Aah! Yeah. <laughs> also a deleted scene during that part where uh, Silent Bob uh, fights the Golgothan. <laughs> In that same hospital? Yeah. But yeah, but well, because Silent Bob is an instrument of God, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Cardinal blesses all of his putters. But... <laughs> <laughs> he hits uh, Azrael in the chest. He's like, hit me. Hit me. He fucking chest, chest caves in and shit. Ah. He, but he wanted yeah. a holy bartender. And, you know, and a lot of uh, other stuff from uh, Christianity. was Like the Golden Calf, for instance. Whenever Bartleby and Loki, movies. they're on their adventure and they're like, oh, we're going to cleanse some of this world here. So they go to the movies headquarters. First movie with movies in it. <laughs> I was I, I noticed that. I was like, oh shit, movies. That's the first uh mm. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. And they go to the boardroom and they massacre them. <laughs> For their sins. Yes. Which they were pretty bad. And the one lady well, it's the thing, the golden, say God bless you. Well it's the whole golden calf thing, you know, the false idols. No, I, I trust me, I know. <laughs> So it was pretty was, plain as day for that. I was if if you've ever gone to Sunday school, this movie was very plain as day for you. <laughs> and your Sunday school teacher will probably hate you for watching it. Oh but yeah. Like... Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna get <laughs> But and I'm then you know, bad. at the end, God bestows uh, immaculate conception on Beth as well. Yes. Which uh, and another interesting point, where Beth hasn't shown up in uh, the Viewers Universe since then. No. So. Which is interesting, because. Uh, uh, Heather, Heather. What's funny is Heather noticed she's like, "Oh, that's a Men in Black girl," because mm. she was a Men in Black. She replaced uh, K. Mm. Um, but yeah, now that you mention it, she's not in any of the other movies. Mm. Like not a single fucking one. I don't know. Maybe when uh, Clerks Three finally gets made and Kevin has his way with bringing everyone, you know, that you never thought you'd see again back. Yeah, we'll get to it. I thought Mallrats Two was gonna. Do it. I don't know. We'll get to that at the end. Either way. Anyway, Kevin Smith's bringing, bringing it all back. And now we're back into the uh, new millennium. 
Oh, we and we have 2000. the Avengers, as I just said, the Avengers of the Viewers Universe, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Yay, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Starts off, you know, outside the quick stop. Jane Silent Bob. Jane Silent Bob doing their thing, wheeling and dealing. Yeah. And then uh, they get a restraining order <laughs> put on them. Because <laughs> so Randall's a dickhead. Yes. <laughs> so um, then they find out their uh, likenesses, which... Chasing Amy again. Blunt Man and Chronic was the comic that Holden and Banky was working on in Chasing Amy. It was based off Jane Silent Bob. Right. And they find out, you know, they're like, well, what the hell? Are... They're making a movie. They're making thanks a movie. to Brody. Yeah. Thanks to, uh... yeah, they find out from Brody because yeah. they go to the comic shop afterwards. Yeah, because they need to get their movie checked. Mm. And he's, they're like, what do you mean you don't get residuals? Like, what? <laughs> you know, what the fuck is the internet? Yeah, <laughs> Banky and Holden didn't give them uh, any residuals. Right. But they, uh, well, not for the movie, yeah. Yeah. But while they meet up with Holden, they're like, well, what the fuck's going on? He's like, well, I sold my half to Banky years ago or whatever, you know. I wish I would have kept it. <laughs> but, yeah. Wish I would have kept but, a piece of that. Yeah, and, uh, and Jane and Bob find out about the internet, and they find out about, you know, all the haters on the internet, and also how they want their fat movie check. And so they have an adventure from Jersey to Hollywood, pretty Basically. much. And that's what this movie is all about, them going from Jersey to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. A lot of, uh, like I said, with you, this being the Avengers of the Viewers University, you see a lot of, you know, familiar faces coming in. A lot of familiar faces. help them or, you know, otherwise along the way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, George Carlin returns as a hitchhiking uh, <laughs> blowjob. Yeah. Uh, well, he's the hitchhiker. Uh, it's the rules of the road. The man. unwritten book of the road. <laughs> see how Carrie Fisher make hers Viewers University. You notice there was a Buddy Christ on her dashboard, too? I was, I was going to say, I was like, isn't there a Buddy Christ on her <laughs> dashboard? Oh, uh, then we see. She's there. Uh, Will Ferrell plays Marshall oh, Marshall Will and Holly, oh, who chases him down. You know, that throughout the he's one of my favorite parts of that fucking movie. They join up with the the clit, the clit collation uh, for liberation the liberation of itinerant tree dwellers. dwellers. Uh, Which is a cover just for them to steal a diamond, pretty much. Basically. <laughs> well, they stole the monkey. Yeah. Well, Jane Silent Bob did. But. Yeah. The coalition did. Yeah. They are the coalition. And John Stewart's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh? What was uh? How did um? This movie do? How did this movie do? Uh, I had it right here. Uh, it did pretty well. I mean, it wasn't a bomb. Uh, uh, twenty-two million budget, thirty-three point seven million in the box office. So this one had a twenty-two million dollar budget. You know how many fucking stars they had in this one, dude? It was yeah. the Avengers of the Viewers Universe. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> Miramax threw him a lot of money. Well, he made it back. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Made it back plus some, so everyone... Well, everyone's kind of happy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah. Um, and then they go. They steal a monkey. Uh, Kevin's wife is in this one again. Mm. Well, yeah. this is the first one she's in. No, she's... Is she in Dogma? Yeah. No. No. She's in Jersey Girl. She's in, like, everything after yeah. Jane Silent Bob, pretty much. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell, Harley Quinn's in everything. From, she was in Jane Silent Bob Strike Back as well. Harley Quinn was? Yeah, she was, yeah, uh, she was Silent Bob. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. And she was in Jersey Girl, too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Yeah, because he made... Yeah, he didn't even get married until... 99. Well, yeah, 99, so that's why she's not in the others. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> Got it. Got it, okay. Yeah, because she, she, she wasn't an actress. <laughs> She yeah, was no, a reporter for USA Today. Yeah, which is interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, Jay, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back are about them going and uh, stopping the movie from getting made yeah. or getting their motherfucking mm. movie check. And besides the Viewers Universe characters, you know, we get actors and, uh, you know, when they make it to Hollywood, we see more movies being made like uh, Will, Good Will Hunting 2, yeah. uh, Scream 4, which Scream wasn't 4. a thing, which now is a real movie. Which, which <laughs> is a thing now. Yeah. 
The killer is not a monkey. Mm. <laughs> Unfortunately. Right. Goodwill hunting to hunting season. Mm. That would be great. How about dim apples? <laughs> oh, and of course, the uh, Blunt Man and Chronic movie with uh, Jane Silent Bob being played by Jason Biggs and James Jason, Vanderbeek. Jason. With Jason Biggs being known as the pie fucker. Yeah. There was a script. <laughs> there was obviously a script. <laughs> oh... <laughs> and we got Chris Rock in a new uh, character as Chaka Luther King, <laughs> the director of the movie. Which I think is funny, for as little as he's in the movie, he's on the cover of it. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. Uh, I have right. I have two versions of this movie, and I don't remember that. <laughs> what, do you have it on Blu-ray as well? <laughs> well, no, I have this, and I have an old VHS copy. Oh, VHS, yes. Yeah, <laughs> don't hate on me. That was actually one of the first DVDs I bought. <laughs> <laughs> back in the day wow the people they chose to put on the cover of this are hilarious well um did it go in order of dollars <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna, well okay Will Ferrell's in most of the movies so Shannon Elizabeth and Jane Silent Bob uh yeah but then they have you know Banky and Holden are in there Holden's in there for two minutes you yeah know? <laughs> well he was also Brody again no Ben Affleck oh no well this isn't Brody though this is Banky this is Jason Lee. Well, he was in the movie more as Banky than he, Brody. I just realized, he didn't shave his beard for either part. He had a beard. Of, not as, no, not as, as much of a beard. As he Banky, was, he didn't have a beard. No, no, as Banky, he had a beard. But as Brody, he had, it was like stubble. Yeah, 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 yeah. He okay. looked like Brody. <laughs> Brody looked like, you know, the just woke up, unwashed, you know, comic book nerd. <laughs> gotcha. At Jay and Silent Bob's, which now is a TV show. Yes. <laughs> okay. But yeah, like I said, the big nexus of the Views universe, we made it to Jane Silent Bob. And this one actually made money in the theaters, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, up until this point, uh, the only one that he didn't make money on was Mallrats. <laughs> Everything else has been... Everyone loves Mallrats. Well, you know, not everyone. <laughs> yeah. Just the people who matter. <laughs> what What did the Metacritics and all that give on this one? Jane Silent Bob, uh, 53% on Rotten Tomatoes and 51 out of 100 on Metacritic. So not, yeah. not too well not loved too by well. the critics. Not at all. But, you know, it was... Uh, Still it made was, its it was money. fun, and it made its money. <laughs> yeah, shit, $37 million back mm-hmm. in 01. Alright, and mm-hmm. uh, after that we go to the first non-Viewist Universe movie that Kevin Smith made, and also one that uh, I know he was working on for a while, you know, it was a big project of his, uh, Jersey Girl. Yeah, this one was mm-hmm. uh, a little closer to the heart for Kevin. Oh, yeah. A little, mm-hmm. uh, oh, I have a daughter now, I get mm-hmm. to raise my daughter, and this is a movie about a guy raising his yeah. daughter. If you don't, don't notice a theme here, most of these movies are about Kevin Smith's life to yeah. some extent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, write what you know, man. Well, hey, it works, and some of the best stories come from real life anyway. That's know? true. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this one is about a guy, uh, uh, big, big exec, time, big music. exec, and yeah. um, he's a, what, what is the term? Uh, agent? No, not, not an agent. He's not he's an agent. agent. He's a publicist. Publicist, that's he's a word, He's a New yeah. York publicist. He's making tons of money, yeah. um, getting to work with stars and do all this fancy shit. He has a baby with J-Lo. Yeah, he meets up with the love of his life and everything. They have yeah. a baby, then she dies during childbirth. Which is spoilers. <laughs> Pulls at heartstrings. Yes. Um, and then he doesn't take it well. Moves back to Jersey with his dad. Yeah, well, after he, he after, fucks up well, his big yeah, after he, publicist thing, he's like... Because Will Smith, the Fresh Prince, was coming out with a new movie, and uh, mm-hmm. he didn't think it would be, yeah, be like, too Fresh much. Fresh Prince. <laughs> he ain't gonna <laughs> shit. Yeah. And then a seven-year time skip happens. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, this one's incredibly fresh. I watched this this morning. <laughs> I can give you the entire fucking uh, breakdown. I, I actually, I rewatched this one too because I hadn't seen it in a long time. But yeah. uh, but no, yeah, it's uh, it's it goes back to the uh, kind of uh, rom-com styling. Y- yeah, it's very much a rom-com. Yeah. Uh, well, 
Uh, yeah, because Liv Tyler's in it. He, she becomes the, the love new interest. Love interest. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's basically a movie about a guy raising his daughter, mm-hmm. specifically uh, with the help of his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, George Carlin. George Carlin. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Smith loves George Carlin. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, then that's another reason why... Um, like well, I think he just posted this like recently. It was, it's kind of weird how things come together. Like I, I just watched it. You just watched it. And uh, well, Kevin Smith he was talking over the last couple weeks how like this is it's been um ten years or no well or less than or more than that. Like it's the anniversary years. of his dad's death. Pretty Twelve much. years. Twelve years. Yeah. And like the because last movie, at the end of this movie he has a dad yeah. issue. Dad, uh, mm. And like this was one of the last movies his dad saw, and his dad loved George Carlin and everything, and he liked it and everything. You yeah. Know, so. Yeah, I remember That's I was, another reason why it's a special old movie to Kevin Smith. Yeah, I would say it's uh, <laughs> it has a lot to do with his, like I said, personal life. It, you know, with his dad and uh, himself being a dad now and mm-hmm. all that jazz. So, um, but this one, this is the one that Kevin is always like, "Hey, I'm the guy who made Jersey Girl." Mm-hmm. Whenever he's referenced, because it was not very well critically acclaimed. What was the critic? Forty-one percent on Rotten Tomatoes and uh, forty-three out of a hundred on Metacritic. Ooh. But drop below the fifty range. But it made thirty six million in the box office off of a thirty five million dollar budget. So I wouldn't call it a bomb, but you know, it, it, it's I mean <laughs> if you're not making I I mean I don't I don't fucking it, it, Hollywood. I don't know how much well, money I know, you it, make it, before it's considered well, a success. According to the numbers, it made a profit. <laughs> not yeah, a very big one. Not but. very much. Um th- those bonus checks weren't rolling but in hey, that week. Uh, to this year. point it was the movie of his that made the most money, for sure. <laughs> oh wow. Well, he he had an all star cast in it again. Mm-hmm. Had Ben Affleck in it. Again. Actually, I've I've heard some reasons why people didn't like it was uh, because of Ben Affleck and J Lo in it. Like I think they had just even broken it off or whatever, and people were sick of it. Oh, and Geely came out before Geely. this. Oh, Geely came out before, like right before it. Oh, so fuck. that's another reason people probably oh, weren't. Yeah, I remember because so that was war- that movie was awful. Well, that movie is one of the movies that people go to when they talk about bad movies. <laughs> Geely. Yeah. yeah, he never made Jiggly, so or Geely, <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to call it. But uh, there was even a lot of deleted scenes in the movie, like um, uh, that were more about uh, Affleck and um, J Lo, like their wedding and stuff. That was all cut from the movie. Oh, you yeah. know. Well, it, that, and that's probably deserved so because the movie's not about them. Mm. So, but yeah, they. Uh, uh, well, he had an all star cast in this one too: J Lo, Ben Affleck, uh, George Tyler. Carlin again, Jason Liv Biggs. Tyler. It was hot yeah. at the time. <laughs> yeah, Jason Biggs had just uh, got done fucking that pie a second time. <laughs> yeah. um, let's see what who else was in this movie. Um, the uh, the guy from Dumb and Dumber was one of the uncles. The guy with the uh, the heart thing from Dumb and Dumber mm-hmm. had to take the pills. And <laughs> oh yeah, and Stephen Root was also the other uncle too. Yeah. Uh, I don't ever remember his name, but he's we've he's, I I've seen him in a couple from films. Office Space and uh, well most a lot of people know him for his voice work on King of the Hill. He's Bill Dotrieve. He's Bill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. <laughs> Glad you looked this shit up. Oh, I knew that anyway. I didn't look oh. that up. I knew that. <laughs> I just know that. But oh. yeah, um, you know, like he went back to the romantic drama comedy stylings and I, mean, I actually I actually like Jersey Girl. And this, and well, I'll get to this whenever I rate it. But I can, I, I appreciate Jersey Girl. I think a lot more than I do his other films. Mm. All right, after Jersey Girl, we go back to the Viewers Universe, to Clerks Two. I did not realize he made Clerks Two immediately after Jersey. Two thousand six. I did not know. Yeah, that. we actually saw this in the theaters. If you remember, me, you, and Jared saw it at Mugs and Movies before they closed that down. I do remember that. This yeah. is the first. Uh, Kevin Smith movie you saw in the theaters? Me too. <laughs> yeah. Actually, and it was with you. Yeah. The senior yeah. year of high school. Because when uh, Jane Silent Bob came out, um, I wasn't old enough to go see a rated R movie, first of all. <laughs> I want to date that. And um, Jersey Girl, uh, 
I don't know. I guess that wasn't in theaters very long or something. I just uh, kind of missed that. Well, I, I probably didn't. I probably didn't care. I was. Uh, you said 04, so yeah. I was in tenth grade. Mm. So I could not give a shit about. Uh, I think that was his. Uh, movie. Let me see. I think that was his only PG thirteen movie. Actually, yeah, it was Jersey Girl. Really? Yeah. Everything else is R. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, Clerks two. It's a uh, back to the view of universe, and it's also um, I guess if you want to call it his first sequel. As yeah. Well. First first then, direct sequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Features Dante and Randall coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, doing in color thing. this time. Yeah, in color, which was awesome. Yeah, so Randall burns down the quick stop by leaving the coffee pot on again. <laughs> <laughs> they shut that bitch yeah. down, and then they go and work at movies. Yes, back to the golden calf. Golden calf. Yeah. Uh, it's another it's fast food jockeys ten years later. <laughs> God. Oh, man, this is... Uh, and this one... Rosario Dawson gets introduced yep, as a, as she a character, and mm. she'll be back for Clerks three, which is exciting. Mm. But uh, and it's once again a lot like Clerks. It's uh, another day in the life of you know two clerks, really. Yeah. But yeah. it gets so much more <laughs> fuckery going on. Oh yeah, there's <laughs> so much more just mm. awfulness. Awfulness. That, there's a donkey show. There's <laughs> that donkey. That donkey show. It's this is so awful. But the donkey show at the end is part of the reason why I like this movie. So <laughs> you know, that's one reason. There's a story about one of the uh, critics going to the screenings of it, and there was a big what to do back in the day about it. Like how he once they uh, started, were on the phone about getting the donkey show. He stood up and said, "Like, well, this is the first time in thirty fucking years I've walked out of a movie." No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It made a big I, scene during the screening. <laughs> I, I love Clerks too. I, well, I mean, you've got you've got to be like extremely disgusted yeah. if you're a critic and to walk out of a movie and not finish it. It is your job to sit through bad movies. But hey, this was his uh, highest rated movie since Dogma as really? well. So sixty three percent on the tomatoes and a sixty five out of hundred on the critic. What a uh, critic. What are the uh, monies? Box office stats: five million budget. So he went back down uh, thirty million <laughs> from the last movie. Quite a big budget. And uh, it made twenty six point nine. So ah, another another very successful another Chang Chang. You know, but hey, Kevin's people like pocket. as you can tell by the ratings, stuff people like Clerks. So you know, hey, people do love Clerks. Give them a sequel. It worked out. Porch monkeys for life, man. Yeah, exactly. We're taking it back. <laughs> I remember. I remember seeing that. It's so fucking funny. I remember seeing that and him saying porch monkeys, and I was like, oh my god. I said porch monkey. And then they're like, what? We're taking it back. My grandma used to call me porch monkey all the time. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, what the fuck are we doing? And he's like, you know, yeah, my grandma used to say a lot of things. You know, nig nog, jigaboo. Oh, yeah, she called a broken bottle a nigger knife. (laughs) Maybe she was racist. (laughs) Oh, and the Jews. The kikes. The kikes. What are we doing, Kevin? This is where Kevin got uh, very racial, and I—I uh, I think it worked out in his favor. Though, no, it totally part. did. It totally did. It, it, it's so awful for me to say this, especially being a white person and a racist. I'm not a racist. <laughs> racial jokes are fucking hilarious. They can be given the right context. Well, I, this one say, was the right context. Yeah, this one was fucking great. <laughs> Uh, ig- ig- ignorance of, uh, of uh, true meanings. The ignorance of the whitey. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Then the... Oh, man. That was fucking great. I, 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 we, we both very much enjoyed Clerks 2, but yeah, the synopsis of Clerks 2 is literally the day in the life of two fast food clerks. And once again, Dante fucks up his relationships. <laughs> yeah. Again. But this one actually ended on more of a happy note, I would say. In the end, of it, we actually got more of a storybook ending. Yeah, we did. We actually got a very much a storybook ending. Dante's with, um, I forgot Rosario Dawson's character's name. 
already, but uh, he's with her. She's having his baby. They bought yeah. the quick stop because Jane Silent Bob had the money from their movie residuals. Oh, and they gave it to him. I remember that. Yeah, it's which... like, yeah, we got a movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were in jail whenever they... Uh... Well, all of them went to jail for the donkey show and yeah. everything. <laughs> but then Jane Silent Bob were like, hey, as long as we get to hang out in front of the quick stop or whatever, you know, then we'll buy it. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, because uh, Randall, this is... Uh, I remember because you mentioned the Jeff Anderson thing. Yeah. It's like, it was so hard for him because he actually had to emote like yeah. real physical em- or emotions. <laughs> he told Jane Silent Bob, was like, close your ears, <laughs> cover your ears. <laughs> Starts fucking crying, confessing his love for his best friend. It was a good scene, though. Really good scene. It was a great scene. But yes. (laughs) Don't start crying on me now, Jacob. (laughs) You're my best friend. (laughs) All right. And after Clerks. All right, we go back out of the Viewisk Universe. Out of the Viewisk Universe. Which actually, he hasn't made a Viewisk Universe film since Clerks 2. But his next one being Mall Brats will will bring us back. The US universe. I can't wait. But, Anyways, uh, next one: uh, Zack and Mary make a porno. I love this. The movie. title was changed, just to Zack and Mary, to be yeah. more marketable. It makes whatever. makes sense. But uh, that was made in two thousand eight. Um, there were a lot of problems with this movie. Well, and here's the thing with the problems, which um, I like the problems. <laughs> well, for instance, uh, well, the critics liked it all right. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes sixty five percent. Metacritic fifty six out of a hundred. More mixed there. Uh, budget of twenty four million, and it made forty two point one million. So by, you know, just a layman's account, it was a box office success. But but he had a uh, he had a very prime. T- I, I don't I don't know if prime time at the time. The Seth Rogen was probably one well, of the hottest stars. Seth sure. Rogen was a big name at the mm. time, and it was actually at the time the lowest grossing Seth Rogen movie. Yes, too, and so that's why the studios and everything considered it a failure. Well, since then, he's, well, you had Seth Rogen in your movie, and you didn't make a hundred mil. Yeah. So that's an issue at the time. And that's also whenever Smodcast took a hiatus and then he started smoking weed constantly. Yeah, which I don't particularly care for, but hey, do whatever you want. Well, I mean, I gotta say, at least uh, he's still on his rule of like, well, if I'm gonna be smoking, I'm gonna be productive. And he has been productive, if you, as you've seen. He's been how many incredibly productive. <laughs> he's cranked he's out since been, I, I love his productivity right now. It's great, because I love Kevin Smith movies. You just don't like hearing this. <laughs> yeah, I, it annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> Um, anyways, um, uh, I love Zach and Mary. Zach and Mary is about, um, two roommates, um, mm-hmm. male and female. Yeah. Rent's coming up due. Rent's coming due. <laughs> they don't have money. Yeah. Um, she bought another dildo and he, <laughs> oh, I forget what. I forget what, what he, I meant to rewatch that one, but I, I saw it on, it's been on Comedy Central a lot lately. Well, it was on Netflix for a while. <laughs> um, so I watched it a lot. It was, it was my going to sleep movie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, this one, this one is about, uh, it's actually funny because they're both clerks. Mm. She works in the mall. Yep. Uh, he works at a coffee shop. Uh, the roommates, they've been friends since high school. Uh, basically they try to find a way to make themselves some money. And they're like, Hey, and they go to, (laughs) they go to the high school reunion. Um, and they get an idea because, and this is Justin Long's entrance into the just into Kevin <laughs> Smith's uh, film repertoire of uh, actors. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, they meet a porn star. They find out uh, one of the, I guess, a popular kid from high school turns out to be gay, married a gay porn star, mm-hmm. is in, I guess, gay porn now or some so much shit like that. So Seth Rogen's character gets the novel idea that they should just create a porn because, and this is so fucking totally true. <laughs> 
If you were to find out someone from your high school days started making a head of porno on the internet, you would watch the oh, shit out of that movie. Oh, it's absolutely true. You would watch the <laughs> shit out of that movie. It doesn't matter if it's gays or what a, a gays two eighteen guys whatever. It, like if you knew them, you want to see it. If you know the if you know you somebody personally and they're in a fucking porno, you're gonna fucking watch that shit. It doesn't matter what it is. It's the holy shit! I know that person. Yeah, so, and they have their... It's a fucking bukkake show. They have their misadventures in making their porno in the coffee shop. Yeah, after it's supposed hours. to be Star Wars. <laughs> and they change that up because of, uh, well, all their shit gets demolished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, that was awful. <laughs> and then, I mean, I wouldn't even call this a, well, it's not like a romantic comedy, but there is hints of that in it, for sure. It totally, I think it is... Based but off it, the it's, ending, it's, it's more comedic than his other romantic comedies. Like overall, yeah. Well, you had he had, he also added um, oh, what is um, uh, the the black guy's name? He was in the office. I always forget his name, but he's in everything. Yeah, <laughs> he was also in uh, the the end of days movie that we saw. Not end of days, but the, <laughs> with, with the world's end. Yeah, the world. Yeah, at world's end. Mm. Um, what is his name? I always forget. I his always name, forget. He's but in, he's hilarious. Oh yeah, he's in a lot of hilarious. In fact. Like like we said about Seth Rogen. Hot Tub Time Machine. He's, yeah, he's in Hot Tub Time Machine. He's in Pineapple Express. Was he in Pineapple Express? He gets his foot shot off and gets hit by a Daewoo. I haven't, I haven't seen Pineapple <laughs> Express in forever. And I didn't like it at the time, but I think I'd like it now. Anyways. Yeah, anyway. Anyways, we had I was a great... Pretty, he's great, in everything. Great comedic cast. And this is Jason Mewes' uh, first appearance in a VSQ movie. Well, it's not... Well, where, yeah, he's not a, where he's not Jay. Yes. Um... And he he's Lester the Molester, Cockenspiel. Cock cock, I always forget his last name. It's like Cockenspiel or something like that. And he's like, oh, I can have a porn name. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Katie Morgan, in it, mm-hmm. uh, famous porn star. Um, I didn't know she was a porn star whenever they made this movie. Whenever I first saw it, I did not know she was a porn star. I just thought she was some fucking big titted chick some, they got off. Just the some bad actor they got off the street, <laughs> basically. <laughs> But uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Um, and uh, uh, spoiler alert at the end, Seth Rogen and the female character get together. Mm, he breaks the friend zone. They break. Well, <laughs> it's actually... It's like, oh, no. Some scientific studies have proven that men and women cannot be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that wholeheartedly. But yeah, no, that's a good ending scene, though, whenever he, he goes back to his place, you know, and uh, Lester's there or whatever. Oh, that that was fucking hilarious! And oh yeah, like, Jay oh, Muse, Jay Muse's penis makes its cinema, yeah, cinematic I, 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 debut. In this I know one. you were waiting for that. <laughs> it, that threw me off guard whenever I was watching it the first time. I was like, "What the fuck?" All right, <laughs> all right. I like. He was like, "Oh, I know you're fucking Lester." He's like, "No, I just like to walk around naked." No, I just walk around naked, bro. Calm down. Like, you ever heard of the Dutch rotor? It's like, <laughs> Like, come so on, just work the arm, you just know? Work the arm. Just work the arm. <laughs> oh, man. But I, lo- I and Isn't that also where the line, let us fuck, came from? Yes, I always say that. <laughs> a staple in Jane's Animal Bob, good old for people who listen to that. <laughs> let us fuck. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, man. Okay. But yeah, and I'm, try- I'm trying not to get too opinionated whenever we're trying to do these. Like, we'll get opinionated ex- soon. Enough. Extremely 20 second synopsis. Because now we are coming up to Cop Out. Ooh, Cop Out. Cop Out. Which, um, actually, it's funny. Cop Out, here's why it's funny. Worst 
out of his all critically acclaimed movies. Worst one, really. 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. What? 31 out of 100 on Metacritic. Oh my gosh. But it was his dollar amount most successful in the box office with 55.5 million out of the box office. How much was the... 37 million. 30 of that went to Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. But I, I, I find that kind of funny. It's like it's his... Critically, it's his worst movie, but it made the most money. Again, it's well, because of the actors. <laughs> he had two. He had one extremely funny comedian mm-hmm. in it, Tracy Morgan. Yep. And he had one of the best action stars of our lifetime, mm-hmm. and Bruce Willis. Who's not going to go see that movie? I know. I did actually. Um, I want to say, I don't know if I saw it with my mom, but I know she borrowed it from me. Like, it's, I think it's the only Kevin Smith movie she likes. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's Cop Out. Yeah, see, now Cop <laughs> Out. Now Cop Out. I. <laughs> Oh, now, I'm, I'm this is tr- his only movie that he did not write. He only directed it. Okay. So, like, it's not his vision of writing it. I mean, But I, it's I, his vision on the screen, though. Yes. Which <laughs> might be the problem. <laughs> well, to critics. Because I actually... I mean, yeah, it's a parody of a buddy cop movie, really. But yeah, Well, I, it is a buddy cop movie. Well, it, well but it's not serious, though. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, you've got a point. Um, but, I mean, I rewatched this recently because I'm like, I remember I liked this one, but, uh, I mean, everyone else, or, like, critically, like, it was so bashed and everything. And I watched it again recently, I'm like, this is not bad. Like, it's really, it's funny. I mean, Tracy Morgan mostly yeah. <laughs> sells it. <laughs> but. Yeah, this one, I, I honestly, and, and in my rankings, it'll, it'll show, but this one, I've seen so long ago, and I didn't necessarily care for it back mm. then like i said i i enjoyed it for what it was mm. like i enjoyed the funny, i, I the think that's comedy, why it was so cop thing lowly rated is because like the critics didn't enjoy it for what it was cool yeah like I, I but i i didn't take it much away from this movie mm. there's not much to take away from yeah <laughs> i mean i mean I, tracy morgan was there for a comedic uh mm. what what is it what's the term uh comedic uh, uh comic relief yeah comic relief well even bruce willis had some funny in fact tough guy as much problems like behind the scenes apparently that bruce willis had and stuff he, I th- oh yeah we need to mention that this is the one that kevin always talks about because yeah he, he's like i always wanted to work with bruce willis but he was you know such a shithead on the set like he just came to work and you know didn't didn't he care. was just there for a paycheck yeah but i must say even though in my opinion after rewatching it even though he was just there for a paycheck i think he did fine you well, know he's I mean, a professional he, actor yeah, you, just... you, you need to look up the uh um it doesn't have anything to do with Kevin Smith, but it's mm-hmm. a uh, oh, fuck. Dennis Quaid mm-hmm. fucking blows up on the set of a movie that he's doing, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I cannot work like this. You got a kid over there, blah blah blah. I'm a fucking pro, blah blah." <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, it's like," and, and I envision this like this is the mindset of mm-hmm. actors and actresses, like the big time, like the big time. He's like, everything needs to be their way in order for mm-hmm. them to get their mojo working the way I guess they needed to or some odd fucking weird shit. I, I don't want to say it was a direct quote but I think I was reading about like uh, Kevin said something like if Tracy Morgan wasn't there like he's like I would have killed myself or someone else making this movie. <laughs> Which that's so interesting to me because Kevin he seemed that's what like I would I would have loved to have been like a fly on the wall during the production of this because based on the stories of this movie like Kevin like he's so he's such a mellow guy he's mm. so happy go oh yeah absolutely. Type guy he doesn't seem to ever get angry at anything mm. and like it seems like in this like like how he was treated with bruce willis like how bruce disrespected him and all that jazz like i would love to have seen him and his reactions based on this because i would i want to see and this is not a good thing but i want to see angry kevin <laughs> I want to see an angry Kevin Smith. I would love to see it. Just because you haven't seen it. Yeah, <laughs> we've never seen him. 
Well, like, um, there was one time on Babylon, he got pissed off because somebody was being all anti-Semitic and shit, and mm. they kicked him out of well, the... Well, that's, a, that's a good reason book. to be pissed off, though. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? well, well Ralph, <laughs> Ralph made, like, a, a Jew joke or something like that, and this guy just fucking just, just kept, kept going, going, going and going and going. And they're like, get this fucking guy out of here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, well, Kevin, Kevin's getting a little upset. Yeah, and I, I think the stories from Bruce Willis was, like, he was pissed because Kevin was smoking weed all day and, like, doing all that stuff. And I mean, I'd be kind of pissed, too. <laughs> if, you, if you don't have a... Mm. If if you have a negative connotation mm-hmm. about something and you see somebody doing it mm-hmm. and that person's in charge of making sure you do oh, yeah. what you're supposed to do, I would well, I wouldn't I wouldn't respect him that much either. And that's also where Kevin blasted back where he's like, Well, I made this promise to myself that like if I'm smoking I'm productive and also he said like, Well, Seth Rogan did it on the set of Zack and Mary and that's where I learned it from like yeah. to be productive about I blame I blame, I blame Seth Rogan <laughs> for Kevin Smith's marijuana addiction now. <laughs> well, I mean, like we said earlier, at least he's being very productive and you know, he's coming yeah. out with Good I mean, content. Yeah, I mean, I personally don't care for marijuana, and but if I'm, I'm all for legalization of yeah. it. That's just for monetary well, tax purposes. It's like, it's like what Kevin always says: is like, as long as you're not hurting anybody, do it. Just whatever, you know. Yeah. Man. Hey, whatever. Hey, do whatever you want. I just don't care to hear you fucking light up a goddamn joint every fucking time you talk. <laughs> Where's my lighter? <laughs> it's okay. It's a hockey theme lighter. We're we're within the. <laughs> That's so fucking annoying. <laughs> Um, anyways. But yeah, uh, Cop Out, you know, like cop I said, out. pretty but, much just your standard buddy cop film. Buddy cop you know, movie. Sean William Scott fucking sold it for me, too. Like, I love that, Sean that William That scene Scott with him in the car. Fucking, <laughs> I love him in every fucking movie he does. I need to see, I need to see the hockey one that's oh, on Goon? Goon. You know, I remember when I saw that came out on Netflix, I'm like, oh, that sounds, because like, that was right after Kevin Smith was talking about, like, hit somebody, and I'm like... Sean William Scott in a hockey movie, that's that's almost like a sounds like a Kevin Smith thing. <laughs> I'd love to see it. I love Sean William Scott. But um oh no, he was he was so great in cop out too. Like, knock knock, don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it, it. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? <there>? Orange. <laughs> crazy ass backseat fucking criminal bullshit. The shit bandit. <laughs> it's like my calling card. Sean William Scott, he's great. He well, he was previously in James Lane Love Strike Back, you know, for going with the repertoire of actors and stuff, too. Remember, he was the. This guy would fuck a sheep! He's a sheep fucker! Oh, I forgot he was in James Lane Love, I forgot. Well, Tracy Morgan was, was in James Lane Love as well. Yeah, he was the pot. He, he no, was Pumpkin Escobar. Yeah, Pumpkin Escobar. <laughs> fucking Pot Smokers of American Association or something. Which you can like buy that. those at the Secret Stash, like the cards. Really? And, yeah, the Pumpkin Escobar and the, you know, Jay and Silent <laughs> That's <Love>. awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, let's move on from Cop Out. Right, what Cop was the next out. one? His first uh, foray into horror, and oh. back to the independent scene, if you will. Is this a horror? Red State. Well, it depends on how you... I would define it in the bigger category of I horror. I would call it, like, action thriller. I would say it's in the bigger... If you want to be, like, really blunt, I would say it's a horror movie, for sure. Okay. But if you want to get more specific, you know, I would say, yeah, like a thriller, then... I thoroughly enjoyed Red State. I did too, and I, I should have rewatched it again, but I, I remember I liked it. You know, and it's really short too. Yeah. But well, um, it's not that short. It's like, what, an hour and 20? 88 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that. Well, I mean. I mean, that's short. I mean, usually. Most movies are like going on two hours these yeah, days. Well, hour 30, hour 40. Hour 30 is like the low standard as yeah. far as time goes. But this one was super low budget, I remember. Super low budget. And he actually had some controversy when he first like kind of announced it at, uh, I believe, um, Sundance or. Some film festival, like, when he was trying to sell it, he's like, alright, who wants to buy this movie? And he's like, alright, first bid's a dollar, me, I take it, done. Like, to paraphrase it. Really? <laughs> yeah, he kind of he kind of gave why the middle did, finger to the industry. Why did he do that? Because he was done with the industry, pretty much. He wasn't going to make any movies anymore at all. 
after um, you know Clerks two and Zack and Mary and well Cop Out was kind of I wouldn't even call that a cash grab because that doesn't seem like Kevin's style. Yeah. In fact, the original title for Cop Out was a couple of dicks. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> but um, well with Red State, he, I guess with uh, all the love with the Smodcast going on and you know him being productive. You know, he's like... Yeah, that's because I remember this was like whenever his podcasting stuff started up, mm-hmm. started getting real popular. Yeah, and then, you know, Red State, it was pretty much, um, I don't want to say, it wasn't funded, but like, he got his money back uh, by touring it. Yeah. Like, you know, from city to city this, and everything. Honestly, this movie would have done well if it had a wide release. Yeah, because it, uh, it was his first flop since Small Rats in the box office. Was it really? Well, probably because it wasn't a wide release. Well, yeah, release. he did. He, he, he toured with it around. Yeah, but it had a $4 million budget and it made one point nine in the box office. God, that's awful. Yeah. What, but, what were the ratings? The ratings, um, mixed uh, 58% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes and 50 out of 100 on Metacritic. I think... Uh, that's I think a little lower than what I some of the Some of the more positive ratings were just like... All right, well, it's good that he's trying new things, pretty much. Uh, I, see, I, I like this movie was great for me. Oh, I, 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 liked, I liked it too. Um, it, it played like off the, it played off of the Westboro Baptist Church thing, mm-hmm. um, which was good. Um, it uh, uh, what, what's the guy's name? Um, the, uh, Michael Parks. Yeah, did a great job yes. as the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and the basic well synopsis goes. Uh, crazy church. Mm-hmm. Uh, West, everyone knows Westboro. Just yeah, Westboro. <laughs> yeah, Westboro Baptist Church. Crazy church. Um, these kids, uh, kids are looking to get a hookup with an old lady, you know, gangbanger or whatever, whatever. Well, they get kidnapped. Um, they find out the church is even crazier than what everyone thinks mm-hmm. it is. They're killing people and shit for sin. Mm-hmm. Um, killed a gay guy in the beginning. Killed one of the kids. One of the kids escapes, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the law finds out that these, these kids are being held prisoner, mm. and then that's... They, they go full-blown Waku. Uh, yeah, they, they basically <laughs> attack the church, and the church members are well defend. Armed. Yeah, they're, they're well-armed. <laughs> the ending was great, too. The uh, the horns? Yeah, the horns. The trumpets or whatever? It's like, no, these kids, the, their neighbors wouldn't just fuck with them with the yeah. horns, and that's why I headbutted them. <laughs> Although there was an alternate ending that Kevin was talking about before where that was actually like the rapture happening. Was it? it? But it was out of budget, I think. It was Oh, probably. I'm, but I like this ending as it was. No, worst. I thought the ending was perfect. It was John Goodman explaining it. The whole thing. Yeah, this one introduced John Goodman into yeah. the uh, Kevin Smith thing. Oh, and Stephen Root's back as well. He was the officer. Stephen Root. Which one is he? Uh, Bill and King of the Hill. He was in Jersey Girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck, yeah. I forgot he was in this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the, what's funny about this movie is uh, Ben Affleck liked this movie so much that he went and grabbed a couple of the actors from this movie and put them in uh, what was it Argo, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I haven't seen the, I haven't seen any of his recent films. I haven't I seen Argo. Argo uh, won him as fucking what what, what Academy Award? Another or Academy Award? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Argo, I heard it was good. Uh, Gone Girl apparently is really good as well. Uh, Gone Girl was I, great. I need you, to see that. You would like Gone Girl. Okay. It was it was fucking fantastic. Um. But yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, it was basically Kevin Smith's triumphant return, if you want to call it triumphant, into the uh, independence scene. <laughs> yeah. Because I, mean, I, I don't, like I said. Because I, I believe, um, I have it right here, this was the first of his uh, Smodcast pictures, or Smodco pictures, as they were calling it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, right, the Smodcast pictures. I can tell you, uh, and, and I'll, tell, I'll just tell you now before we get into rating him our own, mm-hmm. Red State is my wife's favorite Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> Well, see, it's weird. Kind of like how I said Cop Out's my mom's favorite. It's like, I guess because 
they're not into the whole dick and fart thing as much as we are. <laughs> if you if you're not like a teenager or a young twenty something or mid twenty something with the maturity level of a twelve year old, you may not like a lot of Kevin Smith stuff. Which you know, I, I my mom would probably like Red State too. I think it just is a good movie, you know. Like, Which and and before we go on, like, this is the reason why, like, I'm like I love Kevin Smith movies and I love like his, but like with me growing up and getting older mm-hmm. and my perspective changing on his movies, mm-hmm. like, I won't say I'm worried about seeing his future movies, mm-hmm. but I know they won't be as funny for me as they used to be. Well, mm, probably. I, I think. The next sequels, like Mallrats and Clerks Three, will probably love the shit out of those. Yeah, well, yeah, regardless. With that, like with that, but like, I, but you're I, talking I, about well, all of his next movies. I think they're all like horror movies, really. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. Horror and, and hit somebody as well, which isn't a movie; it's a miniseries. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, not a comedy. I would say. True. Well, hit somebody. It's a that's a hockey TV series, yeah. right? Yeah, that should be interesting. Kevin doing a sports movie. Mm-hmm. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, he's he's proven that he can do other things besides comedy. <laughs> well, uh, all right. Well, all right. And we're on to his last movie that he's most recently made after yes. Red State. It took him three years to get back into doing this, and it's all based off of a fucking podcast episode <laughs> that I remember listening to. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Walrus Yes. Yeah, that movie is Tusk. That movie is interesting. Indeed, it to is. To say the least. <laughs> How did the critics rate this one? Um, well, they rated it better than Red State on Metacritic with a 55 out of 100, but Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 39%. Oh, wow. So it was one of his lower ones. <laughs> okay, what was the money? A 3 million budget, uh, 1.8 in the box office. So once again, didn't really have a wide release either, though. You no, know. Uh, yeah, I remember that. I had a, Well, it was in, what, 600 theaters or something? Like that? It was wider than Red State, and Red State made more money. So <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I do remember that. Whenever I went and saw it with my buddy Tim, mm-hmm. we were the only ones, with the exception of one other person. In the oh, no, I, I saw it on the Thursday night before uh, with um, Dan and Justin, and yeah, there was only like a couple other people in the theater too, which I'm like, I, I expected that, you know? I did. I it's, honestly uh, thought this, because with this being his How many commercials return, and advertisements did you see for Tosk? You know, it's an independent few. film. Really? Uh, you saw a few? I saw none. <laughs> well, oh, okay. Oh, oh, oh. I'm, I'm confusing with me seeing, like, because I follow... With you listening to Smodcast? Like, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like, I was like, I watch a trailer a million fucking times, yeah. or whatever. But as but, far as, like, that, yeah, you've got a point. Mm. Um, Which I didn't expect it to be advertised, because it really is an independent film, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. But anyways, Tusk is about a podcaster. This is the first movie about a podcaster. Yes, once again, bringing Kevin stories from real open, life. Opening up doors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The story about a podcaster who goes out and gets stories, which yeah. seems unrealistic because it seems very expensive to go and do that. Yeah. Um, well, some podcasts make those money uh, yeah. on the advertising. Uh, apparently, apparently, advertising I covers can't, I can't that kind speak, of stuff. Apparently, <laughs> sorry, right. I've been I've been kind of a dud. Um, <laughs> uh, we it, it basically he finds this story about a crazy guy looking for a roommate, mm-hmm. uh, looking to basically share his adventures with him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, this guy's gonna be fucking crazy yeah. as shit. So I'm gonna go interview him. But he has one condition. To it, did they did put the whole story, like regular story in the movies? Like you have to dress up as a walrus. Yeah, for, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's know? well, that's the whole basis of it. He's like on one condition for I think it was two hours every day. Mm-hmm. You have to dress in a uh, walrus suit that I've mm-hmm. crafted, and you have to act like a walrus completely, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And I'm going to treat you like a walrus for two hours every day. Mm-hmm. 
And that's why Justin Smith or Justin Long. Justin, God damn. <laughs> we might have to fucking redo this. I'm fucking awful today. Right. I can't. We're not I even got, smoking, dude. Yeah, dude. Seriously, like <laughs> I haven't had anything. All I did was wake up and do homework this morning. Um, it's fucking awful. Anyway, uh, guy's crazy. Justin Long goes out there. The guy drugs him, and uh, whenever he wakes up, he's missing a leg. Supposedly he was bit by a spider, Jacob. Mm-hmm. Um, had to amputate. Yeah, hospital's <laughs> too far away to go to. So, nurse came out or whatever, amputated. And Justin Long goes back to sleep. Wakes up. Missing another leg. <laughs> oh, wait, no. He only missed one leg. Mm. What, 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 what was he missing I the second I, time? Yeah, I haven't watched it since last year, unfortunately. Well, no, eventually he was but, missing both legs. Yeah. Because they had to take both femurs out mm. for the tusks. Yes. Um. The fuck else? I thought... No, it was the dinner scene. Mm-hmm. He wakes up and it's the dinner scene. And Justin Long figures out that this guy's fucking basically <laughs> going to kill him. <laughs> and he starts screaming and then Michael Parks is like... <laughs> and then sews him into a human walrus suit. And then, yeah, basically, next scenes we go through are the blueprints for a human walrus suit. Mm-hmm. And Justin Long becomes a human walrus. <laughs> I must say, seeing the walrus, I, I was... I, I was surprised. I, I was surprised. I, that's a good word for it because I wasn't expecting it to look like a walrus. a walrus built out of human parts. Yes. I was expecting it to look more like just kind a of a human walrus oh, hybrid. Yeah. Well, it does look like a human walrus hybrid, but more oh, more walrus like than uh, what it looked. I mean, it looked like a walrus, but I mean, not like just out of skin and bone and stuff I like thought that. it would be different in that it would be much more of a like a like a metamorphosis between mm-hmm. human and walrus like it would be like half human half walrus right. type thing as I, opposed to just a walrus looking thing made mm-hmm. out of Justin Long's skin mm-hmm. and bones yeah I thought it would be more like a walrus costume yeah you know just that he was sewn into and kind of you know melded into a little more not like actually turned into one yeah Which, I mean it made it grittier yeah I, I liked that part about it to be honest with you. But, but just, at the same time, the, the reveal was... I, I like I couldn't believe it. Like I didn't think like we'd see it until like the very end. But in the middle of the movie, they're just like, Oh, look, it's just along. Here he is as a walrus. Yeah, but then we got the other part of the story where the, his friends are looking for him. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the Nazi yeah. party. <laughs> part of a podcast? Yeah, the Nazi party. Excuse me, hello? They're on the phone with the police. <laughs> and so the police won't help them, so they hire the uh, investigative skills of uh, the Canadian detective, Guy Lapointe. Guy Lapointe, yes. who, uh, this individual is a very well-known <laughs> actor. Somehow Kevin Smith has wrangled another very well-known actor. Well, it's and, because his do- his their his daughters movies. are friends. Their daughters are friends, so it worked out for Kevin. <laughs> which their daughters are in the movie, too, which will lead us into the future of this franchise. The, the Canadian trilogy. True North trilogy. Yeah, yes. True North, I'm sorry. True North. <laughs> Johnny Depp is in this fucking movie <laughs> somehow. <laughs> it's great. It's also great because um like I know uh, when I saw it with Justin and uh Dan they didn't realize it was Johnny Depp until like the end of it. They whatever. didn't know? Yeah. Oh, well geez. they don't I mean I guess they don't listen to the podcast as much. I know Dan doesn't. But it was like <laughs> There he is. Old penis knows himself. <laughs> yeah, the no- the nose was awful. Um <laughs> The, what, what was funny to me was the fact that Johnny Depp didn't have his name in the credits. It was mm-hmm. Guy Lapointe as <laughs> Guy Lapointe. Yes. So I was like, I mean, it's I guess that's understandable because the Guy movie's Laporte. not going to do great. I, th- I think Johnny Depp, well, I don't know him personally, obviously, but I, I, I think he would have a sense of humor to do that anyway, just yeah. fresh shits, you know? <laughs> 
But um, <laughs> and this movie, like you said, this is um not the first one he's made since he started really podcasting. But like, there are so many references to like all the podcasts. Well, this one, this one was a movie that is well, it was born from the podcast, born from the yeah. podcast, and has so many podca- podcast related. Yeah, like you got stuff. You got Ponder Rock. You got the uh, Gimli Slayer. You've got the Nazi <laughs> Party. You've got the Babylon Ringtone. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got uh, the the story itself. Yeah. is from a, a pod. What two two? I don't remember the number, right. number. But um, yeah, yeah, that he read out of the uh, newspaper that it ended up being a hoax. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I mean, it's like this is this is a movie straight from Kevin that. Mm, I don't know if it'll lead into a bunch of other future movies. At least two. From anyone other than Kevin. <laughs> oh, yeah. But this is a movie born from a podcast and meant to be relatable, I mm. guess, to podcasters and to people who enjoy the Smodcast universe. Right, which is probably why he didn't make a lot of money. Probably. Because <laughs> anyone outside of Smodcast... Doesn't, just doesn't like, get it. <laughs> yeah, no. Doesn't get it or doesn't care for it. Yeah, like I said, that was his lowest box office draw at 1.8 million. That's rough. But he made it because he wanted to make it. Which... And that was and that was in six hundred theaters, right? I I don't have a number for that. I think I think if I remember, it was six hundred theaters. But he made it because he wanted to make it, and it shows. And you know, yeah, good. that's. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Smith is now the guy who made Tusk. Yeah, he's so. he's back in the Indies in a way. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. Well, these other ones, I don't necessarily. Oh, I think Yoga Hoser's definitely be indie. Yeah. Moose Jaws will be indie. Mall Rats won't be indie. Clerks Three won't mm-hmm. be indie. Uh, the Krampus. Anti-Claws. Yeah, that'll be... That'll be Andy. That'll be Andy. And then Hit Somebody is more of a TV series. I don't even know. I just listed that. I wouldn't count that as a movie. Yeah. Well, it was a movie, that's but just, then... That's <laughs> just... Well, that's the hockey movie. That's the hockey cinema piece that he's going to be doing. But yeah, as, as we were saying with his future, next is Yoga Hosers, which is... The well, second movie. When is that coming out? Like, um, they've already be soon. They're right? in post, uh, or they're past that's that. It's gotta like, be this year, right? I believe so. Yeah, it's supposed to come out this year. Okay. So uh, yeah, Yoga Hosers is coming up next. It's about the two, uh, two convenience store convenience clerks. store clerks uh, <laughs> that are played by his daughter and uh, Johnny, Johnny Depp's daughter, daughter Lily Rose. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, you've got well, not not coming out after that, but oh, oh, okay, the, the yeah. next one in the True North trilogy. Next is one, Moose Jaws, Moose Jaws which, which is Jaws, Jaws of a Moose. Which <laughs> I, I'm this is the one I'm looking forward to the least, just because there's no way this is gonna be any good. <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> that'll be fine. I love I love Kevin Smith, and I'll see this movie, but I'm. You'll probably you'll probably have some modicum of enjoyment from it too. I'm, I'm no. sure there will be some moments of. Don't lie, we're pretty we're pretty easy to please when it comes to these things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I at this point in in my life, I support Kevin Smith just on the basis of supporting Kevin Smith. Mm. But you also got to take it with a grain of salt. He's not making like, oh, this is going to be the serious horror movie that you're going to shoot your pants. I mean, yeah. Well, did you ever see Tucker and Dale Do Evil? It's on my Netflix queue. It's it's kind of <laughs> funny. I'm I'm kind of basing Moose Jaws kind of off of that where it's. It's a horror movie that's not maybe necessarily meant to be a horror movie or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Yoga Hoser is going to have like supernatural shit in it. It's, yeah, <laughs> so, Yoga Hoser is going to be fucking weird. Like, <laughs> I have no idea what to expect with Yoga Hosers. I would love to see some sort of uh, trailer, but I know that's mm. not going to, I guess, happen. But, uh, uh, yeah, the next one he's actually filming is going to be Mallbrats. Mall, yeah, Mallrats 2. Or which, Mallbrats. Which, because um, he was going to do Clerks 3. Apparently, he's going to blow up a mall. Yeah, but uh, the mall that, yeah. <laughs> The mall that they're using is closing down or something too, so yeah, that's well, why no, they had to film be it. destroyed. Yeah, so and I guess he's gonna use that maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah, because originally he's like it's Die Hard in a mall. 
Which, and I think they got everyone back in from the original cast except for uh, Affleck. Oh no, I th- I, I could have swore he's he I, he didn't post the last three pictures, mm-hmm. but I could have swore I've heard him say everyone's coming back. Okay, because I know well the last two holdouts were like Affleck and um someone else. Yeah, well I think well the thing and like he mentions this shit a lot on Babylon. Like, yeah, see, so you're more in the know about that. Than yeah, because he um Ralph Garman's gonna play a big part mm-hmm. on and Ryoga Hosers, I know. But uh, but anyway, yeah, Mall Rats. That's he's filming that at the end of this year. Yeah, which means we'll have it next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that is Clerks Three. Mm-hmm. Which I believe he's already confirmed. Everyone's already said they'll be back for that one. Right, but he's just doing Mall Rats first because of the mall. The mall. The mall issue. Um, but Clerks Three is supposed to be like this this big, huge. Like if you think Avengers, you know, they're Jane Silent Bob was the Avengers. This is going to be like the next Avengers. <laughs> yeah, this is going <laughs> like to be another gonna, big one. Yeah, everyone's coming in. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, like a lot of people, he's bringing in a lot of people, a lot of extras, and all that jazz. I'm curious. I'm very curious to see what happens in this one. I'm sure it'll be fine. Clerks and Clerks Two were both, you know, excellent films in their own, and I'm looking forward to seeing Dante and Randall. Yeah, Dante and Randall will be fun to see them again. Um, And then, uh, after not necessarily after Clerks Three, but. Along a list of movies that he's gonna make, he's gonna make uh, the Anti Clause. Which I, I honestly, um, I don't want to say he missed the boat on this because he was one of the first with the ideas. But like, Krampus seems to be the hot commodity now. Like they're making movies about I've, him I've left heard and right. That somebody else is making a Krampus. Yeah, movie. like they're making movies about him left and right. Like just everyone's talking about Krampus now. It's Krampus mania. <laughs> I've heard. I heard a while back. It was a while back that I heard this, mm-hmm. but after Kevin Smith was on about it, I heard. I don't know. I either read about it or I saw it on Facebook. I saw it somewhere or read somewhere that somebody's making a Krampus movie. Well, like I said, it's like the new hot thing. It's like this rediscovery of the Krampus, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's been discovered. And it, it's honestly probably coming from someone who listened to Kevin's thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can do this. <laughs> like, I can, I can make a horror Christmas movie. I like horror Christmas movies. Well, Black Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Anti Claus is about the Swedish, right, or uh, Nordic, or I think he's Nordic. Nordic legend about the uh, yeah. If no one knows who Krampus is, is listening to this, which, like I said, he's pretty hot right now. So I'm sure some of you he's like Nordic Nordic fairy tale or some odd shit. Basically, it's like uh, yeah, you know anti Santa Claus. Pretty much, you know how Santa Claus comes. He brings you brings gifts to the good children and stuff. Well, you know, in Scandinavia or Europe, you know. He doesn't give you coal if you're bad. He eats you. He, well, no, Santa doesn't do it. It's, oh. He's got his partner, the Krampus, yeah, the who comes to beat you yeah, and beat to you. kidnap you. Yeah. <laughs> Beats up small children. So that's an interesting concept for a movie. I'll make you bleed from your eyes and your ears and your nose. And your ass. Mm. That was from American Dad, because they had a Krampus episode, too, a couple years ago. That's awful. <laughs> to children. <laughs> and then last but not least of the confirmed is hit somebody... I think he's he's supposed to be filming that this year as well, in the fall. But I don't know what his schedules are. But I think he said that this year, like in March or April, he was filming Hit Somebody in the Fall. Last news article I saw just by a quick search for Anta Claus was a year ago, so I don't know what's going on with that. That that one's probably on the back burner. Yeah, Yeah, because he was making it with uh, Andy McElfrish. Yeah, his uh, edumacation partner. Yeah. Which I don't, I don't listen to education. I listen to it once, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm good." I listen to it, but uh, I'm just because I'm caught up with it too. <laughs> and it's good. <laughs> oh, we're not starting that yet. I wanted to do the extra credit stuff, bro. I'm first. looking, I'm looking at your list. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's completely opposite of mine. <laughs> it's all right. This is great. All right, before we get into listing, 
and arguing and fighting. Mm. Let's go with the extra credit. Jake, uh, Jake's put down right. some extra credit stuff here. First thing first, probably one of the best extra credit, I would say. Um, there's a couple other stories in the View of universe that have been done. Mm-hmm. You know, just not on the major screen or anything. First one, you got Clerks the Animated Series. Which is fucking excellent. And I, I would recommend it. it to anyone. I've watched it over and over again. Oh, no, I think I've seen like one episode. Yeah. But that's the one that lasted, what, two episodes on ABC? And on air. And yeah, and there's six episodes total. But, um, you know, you got all Dante and Randall are back. Jane and Silent Bob are back. Uh, Walt and Steve Dave are in a few episodes yeah. as well. And uh, Alec Baldwin plays the main antagonist. <laughs> Leonardo Leonardo. And they have crazy adventures and, you know, it's fucking hilarious. Hmm. I would recommend that too. It's too bad. It's anybody. too bad your uh, your perception of it is not the same as the general population. Oh, same with a lot of the critics for a lot of these things too. You know, I gotta That's say. True. But apparently, there's talk. I want to say there was talks about bringing another animated series back just because of the revival. You know, because that came out in 2099. This but, is just my own personal thing, but I hate animated shit now. It's I don't know why. I think it's just because I'm older. I don't. I just don't care for probably it. You have a narrow mindset. Sure, but <laughs> we'll go with that. But it's great because, like, the second episode was a flashback episode <laughs> where they get caught in the freezer with the quick stop. They're like, "Remember when this happened?" And like half of it, or not half of it, but like there was a lot of parts from the first episode. Uh-huh. There was just a lot of parts that never happened at all. It was like, "Remember when I rented this uh, video?" Or remember when we got stuck in the video store and we had to watch Flintstones list? Yeah. <laughs> Flintstones. It's like, and they keep getting caught in burn wards and stuff like that, and like, ah. That's bizarre. Like I said, I haven't seen I haven't seen the Clerks animated series. And I might borrow it from you just to watch it. There's the uh, recurring joke throughout all the, from the first episodes, and they keep bringing it back like almost every episode about like why are we walking like this? Because they're like it shows them like scaling the building, you know, like walking up vertically, and <laughs> then a potted plant hits the side of the building, and then it just changes the camera. Like why are we walking like this? <laughs> That's bizarre. It's, it I is. I don't even know what to think or say about. Oh, that. and Charles Barkley's in it too, and he, uh, James Lennon Bob kill him. <laughs> kill him? <laughs> yeah, he becomes a force ghost. That's kind of cool. That's cold, Obi-Wan. That's cold, Obi-Wan. <laughs> he voices himself, too. <laughs> That's cold, Obi-Wan. That's fucking great, actually. That's amazing. Or the, or the one episode I mentioned one time where they're like, because uh, they, they have like, you know, gay and racist jokes on there because it's Kevin Smith. Yeah. Or whatever. And it's like, oh, we're introducing a new character. This is uh, our, our black friend, Lando. Whatever. <laughs> then at the end of the episode, they're like, Oh, Lando, we need your help uh, to pilot this helicopter. And he's like, all right, guys. They're like, no, not you. The other Lando is like this white guy. <laughs> he's like, all right, guys. <laughs> of course. Why not? <laughs> Token black man. <laughs> but it was good. It's only six episodes, so it's like uh, it's just like watching a movie. And even the last scene we talked about uh, way back when we were talking about Clerks, they animated that yeah. into Clerks X. Like with the same guys that animated yeah, I remember, the series I remember and everything. I was, yeah, I remember seeing that one. Um. Mm. Well, uh, what's the next piece of extra credit? Uh, what do I got? Um, you already discussed May Day. Got Jane Silent Bob, super, super groovy, groovy movie. Car- super groovy cartoon movie. It's uh, Jason Muse's directorial debut. <laughs> and mm. um, it leaves room for a sequel, which he said he was making, last I heard from him. I need to see it. It's on it's, Netflix. If you like Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, you probably like this too. Okay. It's it's basically um, a loose adaptation of the Blunt Man and Chronic comics in a way, too, as well. It's like a mixture of that and, like, they win the lottery from a scratch-off and then they become Blunt Man and Chronic. Like, they have their Blunt Cave under the quick stop. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great, actually. Yeah, and uh, Stan Lee's in it, too. <laughs> it's fun, like, you yeah. saw this a couple times whenever they were touring, didn't you? No, I, saw, I only saw, I saw it in um, Orlando because Supercon was that weekend. Which Kevin Smith was at there a couple years ago too, making his rounds. They did a Y-Bride there. Oh man! And, 
I'll go to a yeah, I did see it when it was touring. It did have a St. Pete showing as well, but I was in Miami at the time. Ah. Uh, but uh, actually, I think they only made like a thousand Blu-rays or something, too. So no. I made sure to pick that up. <laughs> Dude, it's like, it's an import, too, I want to say. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, jeez. But they didn't make very many of them. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. All right. What's next on the extra credit? Extra credit. Um. Okay. This, because we're still in the viewers' universe, this is Tales from the Clerks. This is the compendium of all the comics that were made. What the hell is that? Everything. I've never seen that. Let me see this. You got your Clerks comics, which, you know, you got a couple of stories in there. You got the Lost Scene comic. Um, you've got Chasing Dogma, which is the three issues, I believe it was, or maybe it was just a graphic novel. Um, it takes place in between Chasing Amy and Dogma. It shows how Jane, Silent, and Bob get to Shermer, Illinois. Yeah. Uh, okay, I was and wondering then, about that whenever I was watching Dogma. I was like, why is Jane, Silent, and Bob in mm, Illinois? Mm. Okay. Uh, and you also have uh, Where's the Beef, which is uh, takes place in between Clerks 1 and 2. It shows them like getting their jobs at movies and you know everything that is like right before Clerks 2. Him meeting his uh, fiancée. Dante. Okay. Um, and all the Bluntman and Chronic comics are in there as well. Walt Flanagan's dog. Oh yeah, the story of Walt Flanagan's dog. Like uh, that guy's faster than Walt Flanagan's dog. If you remember that line from the movies, <laughs> that's the story behind it. Huh. Didn't know that. Okay. And um, I did not know this existed. Yeah, and uh, the Blunt, like I said, the Bluntman and Chronic comics are in there too, which is kind of what the Super Groovy movie is loosely based off of, as far as the uh, their villains like Dickhead and the Diddler. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> this is great. All right, what's next? Um, I think that's all I have for the uh, universe extra stuff. I mean, I think uh, other people counted like there's a flying car bit they did for um, Jay Leno, which is on the uh, Clerks X DVD. But that's just like a talking back and forth thing, not really story related. Um, I mean, I had a few other when I was looking through all of his uh filmography and credits which you know they got a lot because view askew made more movies than just kevin smith directed ones what else did yeah. they make um i have a couple of them actually uh, there's a uh, this one it's about bigfoot with jason lee and jason muse it's called drawing flies huh if you look on the back you get to see scott Mosier in a diaper <laughs> that's kind of hilarious <laughs> Yeah, that came it's out. It's also in black and white, I see. Yeah, well, that came out in 96. Very low budget. <laughs> but, Jeez. And uh, the other one that I own that I do enjoy, very, very dark. Brian Johnson's directorial debut. Oh, uh, Vulgar. Vulgar. Uh, I've never seen this. It's about a clown who gets raped, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> then is very scarred and then takes his revenge out at the end. Doesn't Brian O'Halloran play... Uh... Yes. <laughs> What did, did you? You should look up the uh, Kevin Smith's in it too, without a beard. Is he really? <laughs> yeah. What are the, what were the uh, the critic ratings on this one? Oh, I didn't even uh, <laughs> look that up. I don't. I don't think it had a uh, theater release. Obviously, I thought it had a small, like a small, like local theater release. Well, let's find out. Um, I want to say he might be working on Vulgar too, as well. Yeah, he is. Well, rumor has it. Uh, let me see. Critics, critics. Film received mostly negative reviews. <laughs> the one major positive review came from Lou Lemonick from the New York Post. Howard Stern got a copy of the film before it was released. His producer is a big fan of Kevin Smith, so Scott Moser sent it to him. After he saw it, he gave it to Stern, who was repulsed by it, and shared his opinion on the show. Oh, gosh. <laughs> mm. 
So uh, I guess I could look it up on Tomatoes and Metacritic. I didn't Jeez, the two that. the two quotes they have on the back of this thing is one is an ugly, revolting movie, the San Francisco Chronicle, <laughs> and uh, from Dave Kerr of the New York Times, vulgar is truly and thankfully a one of a kind work. <laughs> that sounds like a negative review. <laughs> yeah, it is. They have both negative reviews on here. God, this is awesome. A Brian Johnson film, a Shango Film Works production, VSQ. Oh, Brian Christopher O'Halloran, Jerry Lukovitz, Matthew Mayer, Ethan Ethan Suppley's in this? Yeah. Ethan Suppley's a part of that repertoire. 23% on Rotten Tomatoes, so better than Cop Out. Wow. <laughs> That's hilarious. Let me see the Metacritic. Brian should hold that over Kevin's head forever. Well, Kevin can just be like, I didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> and on the Metacritic, if there even is one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Five out of 100. Oh man, <laughs> that's bad. That's rough. It is, but uh... I, I mean, I liked it. It was very dark. I mean, the clown gets raped. That's just, come on. <laughs> nothing funny about that. <laughs> a lot of people say there's nothing funny about clowns. <laughs> oh, man. I feel right. bad for Brian. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bri. Sorry, I liked it, Bri. <laughs> Bri's not listening. <laughs> uh, uh, as, far right. as, as far as some of the stuff I own... Are these other VSQ things? Not really. Um, well, why are we talking about them? Well, because Kevin Smith was related in this one. Uh, he was an actor in only. Catch and release. Yeah, oh, yeah. Jennifer Garner. I remember you showed me that. Mm-hmm. Jennifer uh, Garner doesn't even like him. <laughs> really? You've talked to Jennifer Garner? Yeah. <laughs> We're buddies. We text. I got you. Uh, Kevin Smith was in this movie. Yes, he was. Jim, Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love that movie. I did too. Unlike most people. <laughs> Apparently. Um, I guess I'll put this in the stack, but tell him Steve Dave Puppet Theater. I guess that kind of came... There's a Kevin Smith puppet in there. I'd kind of like to see that now that I know what it's about. I don't care for puppets, but... You don't care for most things. I don't. <laughs> oh, and fanboys. There's a scene with Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes that Smith wrote himself in there. It's uh, pretty I need, funny. I need to see that movie. About them, like, you know, blowing each other in the bathroom or something. I feel as though there's no reason why I wouldn't like that fanboys movie. There is no reason why you wouldn't like it, other than it's... <laughs> well, really, spoiler alert at the end, it's kind of a big joke, on because they're in line to see episode one at the end. They're like, well, what if it sucks? Uh, I love episode one. I just watched it just the other day. So people who say episode one sucks can go fuck themselves. Oh yeah, that's that's the stance here. <laughs> and, um, I mean, there are other uh, VSQ movies uh, that I haven't seen or really heard of, but I didn't. I don't own them okay. or anything. They might be good. They might not be. All right. I don't know. All right, we're gonna get to our ratings. <laughs> to the meat and potatoes. God, you're gonna fuck it. You're gonna want to throw something at me. Like, oh. you, I don't think you've ever struck me out of anger, but you may. As long as we, everyone knows that I'm right and you're wrong, you can have your opinion. But see, that's the so, wrong. That's <laughs> wrong, though. <laughs> All right, what is your number 11, good sir? I have to go first. <laughs> Please go first. Please go. All right, my number 11, which I've said this on past podcasts before, so it shouldn't be that and big of a I surprise. disagree so fucking strongly. Like I said, you can be wrong. It's okay. Zack and Miriam make a porno. That is by far not the worst movie he's ever Now, let me, start, let me start by saying, I like all of these movies. I will watch them anytime and enjoy them. Zack and Mary was the weakest one to me. Okay, well, let's <laughs> let's do this. with, I guess with, with the bottom half of our list, let's go with the why it's down there. Mm-hmm. Or let's just, take, let's just say why. Let's just say why we have it where it's at. Well, most of them for me are going to be like, well, I like the other ones better. 
<laughs> not because I hated them. Or they, well, let me ask you this: Because like, like I, have, I have some pretty low that. Are there I, any I can, like one or two scenes in there that just really are just like why? Like, not really. I it fucking just hate this. It just didn't seem as funny as the rest of his stuff to me. Okay. That's pretty much what it comes down to. Okay. That so so basically it did not sit well with your humor. I guess. I mean, well, see, that's the thing. I, I'm into like the dick and fart joke type yeah. shit, you know. But I don't know. It just it, it wasn't as funny as his view askew stuff, pretty much, which is where most of his comedy lies. Okay. That's that's basically what it comes down to. Okay. <laughs> in my case. Okay, that's fair. You didn't. You basically you didn't find it as funny as all the others. Yeah, that's that's it. Like I said, I didn't hate it. It's okay. just no. That's uh, that's fair. That's your opinion. I think it's his weakest one. Okay. <laughs> uh, my number eleven. Clerks. Clerks. Too smart for you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, no, I just and this like and, and it's like you said, I like all these movies. Mm. There, uh, some make me laugh more than others. Um, some I like for different reasons. Some I dropped or put up on the list for specific things within mm-hmm. the movie. With Clerks, and I know this is so fucking petty. I hate that it's black and white. <laughs> well, uh, you have like, your reasons. I, but... I, I under, uh, I'm just I'm just telling you, I. I've I've been following Kevin Smith since I've been in high school. Mm. My ten year reunions next year. Like I, I've been following Kevin Smith for more than ten years now. I love the guy. I love his movies. But I I, I personally just don't care for black and white movies. Um, there are things I love about the movie. I love all of Walt's characters. I love uh, the obviously you love Dante and Randall. The, the, the Dante and Randall thing. I love I love the conversation about how she's like, oh, well, I've only been with like three different guys. Mm. And he's like, oh, I've been with seven girls. And, she's, and she makes a big fucking fuss about it, but then she's like, oh. That's where our episode and, number comes from. <laughs> well, I've, I've sucked 37 dicks. Because no, girl, 36. 36, 36. I'm well, sorry. What are, including me? Oh, 37. 37. <laughs> well, like, that's, like, that's so fucking true. Like, <laughs> if you fucking talk to girls, oh, well, yeah. I've only let three guys inside of me. Oh, but I've sucked about 25 fucking dicks. Mm-hmm. So It's like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, my girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a row? In a row. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, there are funny there are funny parts, and I could probably move it ahead of these bot- these other bottom mm-hmm. ones, but it's just for me, like, just thinking about it on the fly right here, just thinking about it, I was like, uh, uh, like of all the 11, Clark's is probably the one I'd want to rewatch least. That's Even though I've watched it more than once. Like, I've watched all these movies. With What's funny is I've seen Clerks about probably somewhere in between four and five times. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are other ones on this list where I've only seen them once. But, you know, I guess... And it's also with the fact that... Now, if I were to sat down and, like, watch one a day mm-hmm. where everything's fresh, the list might be a little different. But from going on what I'm basing it off right now, mm-hmm. Clerks is number 11. See, and here's the thing about this list. Like, I rewatched a few of these more recently, so and some of them I moved up because of that, and yeah, some that's, of them I moved down. Yep. So it's it's kind of weird. That's why I hate playing favorites and stuff. And even, like, Clerks, I have it rated high. Like, I could actually probably move Clerks a little further on the list, too. It's just maybe what mood I'm in. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's kind of, it's hard. And, like, I hate being indecisive, you know, like an angry woman about this. But... You know, I mean... I understand. <laughs> like I said, I like them all. I understand. I like them all, but some more than others. All right. What's your 10? Tusk would be my 10. Okay. It was just... I It, it was good. I enjoyed it, but it was very, like you said, weird out there. Like, even for my taste, <laughs> a little bit. It was extremely weird. But I would, once again, watch it again and enjoy it. And I, I appreciate that it's weird, but I don't know. Like, and as you'll see with my list, I, I like more of his comedies more so than his other it's, movies. It's beyond weird, honestly. <laughs> Um, 
Alright, my number 10, and you're going to hate me for this, is Dogma. I watched Dogma last night, and I honestly only laughed like a few times. Mm. Like, I grasped, like, I understood, like, that's humorous. Right. But it wasn't humorous enough to make me, like, laugh out loud. Mm. Like, and if I'm not laughing out loud, then it's not... Has humorous enough, mm. which is under. I guess I trying to logically explain. You're trying to say that it's not as that, good that, for a comedy movie. It's not yeah. up to your standards. And what 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 I think also, I don't necessarily think it bothers me, but like you know, I'm a religious person. Anyone who's mm. listened to us before knows that I I grown up with religion. You know, I have that background. Whatever, whatever. None of the stuff offended me at all. Well, here's the thing. I don't think he was making fun of religion in this one. He, he was totally was. No, he well, he was making fun of the organization yes. of religion, not religion well, itself. He, he was making fun of organized religion. Right. Which everyone does that. Yeah. I do that. <laughs> yeah. I make fun of organized religion. But it's like but see that like cuz I I was trying to think about it like making the list I was like I'm not offended by this movie mm-hmm. in the slightest. And yeah. I think it's actually humorous. Yeah. But it's just compared to all the other movies like, because there are, there are parts in all these other movies, even in Clerks, I could have mm-hmm. probably put Dogma last, mm-hmm. that made me, like, laugh out loud. And this mm-hmm. one, I was just kind of watching, and I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Okay. Okay, that's kind of funny. Oh, look, Chris Rock is the 13th disciple, and he's black, <laughs> and he's mad about it. That's kind of funny. <laughs> like, but, that, but that was just it for me. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, and that's why I have it solo. All right. All right, um, you're number nine. My number nine. Uh, and I rewatched this one, and I don't—I don't think I moved it on my list much. But uh, Cop Out was my number nine. No. Mine's actually the same. 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 Uh, Cop Out Cop- is—I uh, thought it was yeah. pretty funny. You know, like it really was. And Tracy Morgan really sold the funny of it. Sean William Scott really sold the funny of it. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Willis for just another paycheck was, you know, good enough. I think. <laughs> I think. I think this might be ranked a little higher, but and Kevin Smith has. Has uh, with how much how negative he talks about his experience on this, mm-hmm. kind of makes me like the movie less than what I think I originally did. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think mine's down. Because if I were to rewatch Cop Out like right now, mm. it's probably higher on the right. list. So you're probably you're taking into account like the backstage stuff. Yeah, well. like that because <laughs> that that bugs me that you're gonna disrespect somebody that much. Mm-hmm. Well, and like I said, I've only heard a one sided account of this, and. I'll never hear Bruce Willis's account of it. Right. <laughs> just because he doesn't care to talk about it. It's not the, uh, an issue, whatever, whatever. But I know Kevin talks about it because it was a big issue for him. Mm. Um, but anyways, yeah, Cop Out's my nine. All right. All right. All right, you're eight. Eight, and once again, like, I still think it was great. Jersey Girl. Like, I liked it a lot more than a lot of people did. <laughs> like, yeah. Because yeah, a lot of people like, oh, Kevin Smith bombed out on this one, you know, since James Silent Bob. See, I don't, th- I don't think he bombed out on it. I don't either. I don't either. I enjoyed it, and and like you said, I rewatched it too uh, a week or two ago as well, just to kind of refresh my mind on it. And I was like, maybe it, maybe like you were saying to me off mic earlier, which you can explain like now, like maybe it's because we're older, we kind of get it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever I get to Jersey Girl on the list, I'll, yeah. I'll explain why right. I like it. Um, my eight is Tusk. Tusk. Um, so you're around, Mike. I found. I mean, I agree 100 percent with you. That <clears throat> movie is fucking weird. Mm. It's odd. It's n- really nothing I've ever seen before. Mm. But in that, I appreciate it more, mm-hmm. and I also give it more credit because Kevin was so willing to do something that was so fucking bizarre. Mm-hmm. Nobody would ever fucking mm. touch it with a fucking stick, like right. eight mile stick. You know what I'm saying? Like. 
and I and I appreciate that. And the movie, like I like Ju- I like Justin Long movies. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I liked uh, Gila Point's character was interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I like uh, I, I guess I just like the adventure of them finding him as well. The the whole mm-hmm. Canadian the old the flashback scene with Gila Point mm-hmm. I think was unnecessary because <laughs> <laughs> it was stupid. But that yeah, that's my number eight. Yeah, and see, I, I think the only problem, like, I don't have your problems with your reasonings, but my problem now is how you put Tusk before Clerks. That's so weird to me, but yeah. that, that's my opinion. Well, now, like I said, and Tusk, Tusk is probably <clears throat> more in my head than Clerks is, I guess. Mm. I'm remembering more about it. Yeah, why are we so wishy-washy about this shit? I don't know. We're <laughs> fucking women, I guess. Yeah. You can call me Caitlin. <laughs> All right, uh, my next one, but hearing you talk about it, it's like I kind of want to bump it up maybe even a little, but then seeing the ones that are in front of it, I don't. Right. Uh, Red State. Oh, you've got, a, you've got a little low. But I, I liked it though. Like, I mean, he tried. It's the first time he tried something like really different than mm-hmm. what he's normally doing, and he. I think he knocked it out of the park as far as that aspect of it's concerned. Yeah. No, I. Um, I don't agree with where you've ranked it, but uh, once again, but I, I like all of these movies <laughs> and will watch them at any time. But uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. No, I mean, I agree. I loved. I loved everything about Red State. Um, but my uh, my number seven, and I, and I thought about this. And I should have ranked it higher, I feel. But I'm going to leave it where it's at. Um, Jersey Girl was my number seven. And Jersey Girl I love because I... Like, a lot of people don't like it. I liked it because I can relate. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a father now. Um, And, like, thinking about... I'm not going to get emotional here. But thinking about, like, losing my wife while Mm -hmm. giving birth. Oh, sure. That's an awful fucking thought. It's an absolutely god-awful thought. I don't even have to have a kid or a wife, and I can can say that, too. It's because... (laughs) Well, well, you remember remember whenever Zyla was born, Mm -hmm. um, she had the complication. They Mm -hmm. couldn't stop the bleeding, and they had to do a hysterectomy. Mm -hmm. Like, that... Like, I I grasp it so Mm -hmm. much more. And I can understand... Like, and I understand where he's coming from. Like, brand new dad... Um, doesn't know what the fuck to do, relies on someone else to do it, mm. um, gets pissed off whenever the other person can't do it, and he has to do it and because he's so fucking uncomfortable doing it. Yeah. Like, he doesn't know what he's doing. Like, guy, like, that's, like, that's the thing, like, guys becoming parents, like, they don't fuck, we don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. babies are weird. Yeah. Um. You don't have that, uh, what's the word for it? Um, motherly instinct? Well, yeah, but, um. We don't. I was thinking of the more scientific word for it, uh. I don't know. Whatever. I don't, I, I'm dumb. But it's... <laughs> anyways, that's like... I can relate... My, I mean, I have... My, my wife's alive, obviously, mm-hmm. taking care of my children with me. Um, but I, I can relate to this, and I really... I actually really enjoy Jersey Girl. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so like you're saying, like, if you would have saw this ten years ago when it came out, if I you might not have ranked it if, as high. Yeah, if I'd have seen this as a fucking teenager mm-hmm. in high school, no fucking way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably 11. Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoyed it ten years ago, too, but, like, I, I did like it more the second time, yeah. you know, a few years later. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That. All right. Uh, number six. Number six. I actually had this one ranked, above, or before Cop Out, before I rewatched it. Ah. Then I rewatched it, and maybe it's because I'm older, but I did appreciate it at the time too. But now when I rewatched it, I guess I grasped it more. Uh, Chasing Amy. I actually have it as number six as well. Mm-hmm. And this one, this one, I was gonna put Jersey Girl here at six, but I remember like certain parts of Chasing Amy that mm-hmm. just made me laugh like mm. so much like uh the dinner scene where they're all at dinner mm. uh, and she has her lesbian her yeah. her friend yeah the, uh, that was a great part um and this probably may even be farther up on my list had it not ended the way it did well the ending i'm whenever because you told me that before i rewatched and i rewatched it again i'm like 
Well, I, I like the ending fine because I understand it. He's like, all right, he's trying to put a band-aid over something that you can't no, fix. Well, that, you know? that's the thing. But, like, that's I think that's why I had I had an issue with it because I was like, like I understand this so much. He's like, they're pretty sure the friend, his best friend is gay, Banky. We, we find out for a fact in Jane's Island Bob that he is. Yes. <laughs> we, like, he thinks his friend's gay. He wants to have sex with him. Mm-hmm. And then he, his girlfriend's a lesbian, but she has a past. She's done a threesome before. Mm-hmm. So what he's going to do to remedy everything yeah. is they're going to have a threesome. Mm-hmm. They're going to, I guess, DP her, I guess, because she likes it, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's going to let Banky get in his ass, mm-hmm. which is weird. But I, it, but hey, this will fix everything this will in fix. his mind. This you See, know? it's like, this is like the dumbass's way of trying to fix something. <laughs> like, It's like, how the fuck could you think of this ickle little, small mm-hmm. little... Like, it's like you said, Band-Aid over a fucking mm. gash. Or yeah. not, uh, not a broken a arm. Uh, broken out, yeah. Yeah, sure. So I got my arm's broken out, but here, let me throw the Band-Aid on it, mm. and I won't see it, so it's healed. Yeah. Thing. He's like, you know, <laughs> he's like, that's going to be the answer to all my problems is this three-way, because of how you explained it. And, you know, it's not. It's like he just needed to let go of the past. It wasn't even his to let go of. Exactly. Like, that's the whole point. If Kevin would have added just, like, a, another five minutes of, like, a, a, like a, I guess a s- serious type of thing, mm-hmm. like, I think it would have done a lot better. But see, maybe that's where our opinions differ, because, like, I liked it because it wasn't necessarily, like, the happy storybook ending, you know? It yeah. was just, like, it was more real. <laughs> see, it's, 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 so, it, it's so funny to me, because I found, like, now that I'm getting older... I appreciate and like the storybook ending so much, and I think that's because like I'm older now, and I and I and I have to deal with real life. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a fucking teenager anymore, where my parents just fucking give me anything mm-hmm. I need. Like I I have to work for everything I need. I have to make money for everything I need. I have like real life problems, mm-hmm. and like throwing a bandaid over those problems is not. Yeah, it, there's it, no easy solution. There's it, no three way you can do it. There, yeah, there's it. no there's no three yeah. way I can do. Even if I have to take an a, a fucking dick up my mm-hmm. ass, like I, I can't do that. Like, there's so much more to it, and I think I I like the storybook ending so much just because it's like, oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, it ended well for him. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I got, I have a happy feeling as I'm leaving, <laughs> and then I go and deal with real life again. Oh yeah, and then that scene where he had his little monologue where he's just pouring his guts out. In the car during the rain, where he's just like, I don't, you know, it's like, I don't care if you reject me, this is how I feel, or whatever. Yeah. And then it actually ends, like, that happy storybook, you know, part for yeah. there, like, at the end of it. I'm like, that was a good scene, too, but then, you know. But, yeah, it was good. I'm glad I rewatched it, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I like chasing Amy a lot. And also, I noticed, like, because I forgot about, that's the first scene where, uh, Jay said to him in the restaurant, like, oh, it looks like someone shitting your cereal. I'm yeah. like, wait a second, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Strike back. Yep, yep. All right, what's your number five? All right, my number five is, uh, which actually, talking with you, this, I, I kind of want to rank it a little higher on the list now, uh, Clerks 2. <clears throat> That's your number five? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it was... Uh, uh, tell, me, tell me why, because I, 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 I can't talk about them yet. They're not ranked. <laughs> I haven't... It was, it was fucking hilarious. I mean, you know, and five is pretty high for me, I guess, too, you know. So, you had, everything was funny. The porch monkeys, the, you know, the donkey show. <laughs> Dude's gonna cornhole this donkey! Gonna, uh, I, I like, fucking love that fucking scene. I, I, I'll, I'll explain more about my You had your scene where it's like, um, Dante's life is going to shit again, you know, and then it's like, well, let's go go-karting, you know. Claire let's go go-karting while right. we're on the clock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, like, I want to do that so fucking hard. I was like, dude, let's just go fucking go-karting. Like, yeah, Dante finds out he impregnated his co-worker, and, but he has this fiancé. No, boss. Well, yeah, it's mm. boss. But he has this fiancé that he was going to move to Florida with, you know. Had a house <laughs> already set up with. Yeah. That's great. Well, yeah, my number five, 
And I could have probably switched four and five, but my five, I'm going with Mall Rats. Mm-hmm. And that's, I love Mall Rats. Um, it's, like I said, love all these movies. Uh, I had to put them somewhere. I kind of wanted to put them higher, but at the same time, the the four movies I have in front of them, I like a lot, like a lot more than these other mm-hmm. movies. But Mall Rats, it was funny. I love, um, um, I love all the characters in it. I love the comic book stuff. I love, I love the fucking the girl, the fifteen year old who's having sex with like one person a day or some odd shit like Trish that. Jones, yeah, yeah Trish, like Trish I, the I, dish. Jones. Yeah, I love, I love her character. It's so fucking bizarre and weird. I love Ethan Suppley's character because I always had a problem dealing with those fucking like <laughs> the magic picture eye. things. Like I don't ever fucking see what I'm supposed to see oh, here. Sailboat. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I love, I love everything about Mallrats. Um, yeah, what's your number four? My number four was uh, Dogma, which was ranked much higher than yours. <laughs> but once again, talking today, and I haven't seen it in a few years, it's like, I might rank maybe Clerks 2 higher than Dogma when it comes down to it. But like right now, is it, at this moment in time, I would say Dogma is yeah. my number four. Like, thought it was hilarious. I thought it had a statement to make, which, you know, and I'm not one to get on like agendas too yeah, much. I don't, I, don't, I don't like agendas. I, I, I usually don't, but I mean, it, it had a statement to make and it made it well, yeah. I think. Well, um, shit, he got death threats from making yeah, a movie. There you go. So, you <laughs> he know. got death threats from religious people about making a movie. <laughs> a movie that they probably didn't see. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and, yeah, it's overall, it was funny as well. I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Like I said, I just, the humor level wasn't on par with all but, these other ones. But, but when we're talking humor, it's like, I almost want to agree with you, or I, I think I do agree with you, that like Clerks 2, for instance, you know, which you haven't ranked yet, so obviously well, it's high. I'm about to. Clerks, but, 2, Clerks 2 is 4 for me. Okay, which Clerks 2 is 4, like, I think Clerks 2, yeah, it probably, it was funnier than Dogma. I, I, sure. I <laughs> love Clerks 2. I love... <laughs> I love the boss thing, um, the 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 Jen Schwalbeck's character. Like I love her, like mm. the, the crazy girlfriend that's crazy obsessive. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, I love like, like it, they 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 get more real life with these characters mm. almost. I mean, obviously no one fucking goes go karting on their fucking you know right without taking or whatever. But it's like it's like they introduce like I guess real problems. Well, like, that's the thing, and that's kind of like the overarching theme which we've been saying a lot of times. Like Kevin Smith uses a lot of his real life influences for movies. Like Clerks was about him in his twenties. Clerks Two is about him in his thirties. Yeah, yeah. No, it's so more even, real world problems. Even though I'm sure he never worked at a fast well, food restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> you know. It's... But but I also loved I loved the uh, the the thing that gets me with Clerks too. And like I said earlier. The reason why I have it ranked so high, the Donkey Show. <laughs> that shit, it's so fucking immature, but it's so fucking funny to me that they got the Donkey Show, and one, they got a gay Donkey Show. <laughs> like, that just fucking does it for me. I'm just like, holy fuck, they got a gay fucking... This guy's about to cornhole this donkey in the ass. Like, that line is just like, ah, that's fucking hilarious to me. I don't know why, because like I said, all the, like you know, you even have, like, my bottom half is higher than... Mm-hmm this specific movie but it's just I don't know why but that movie is just so fucking funny to me and like I said I've watched Clerks 2 I would almost say second most because like I said like was Zach and Mary like this was my going to sleep movie at one mm. point so I was watching and sometimes I'd watch the whole fucking thing mm. um, but yeah that's my number four is Clerks 2 alright uh, my number three um, the original Clerks which once again it's like uh, this could be interchangeable with a lot of things it's just I I thought it was and like I, how I said it whenever you said it was your last one I'm like oh too smart for you yeah. I think it was it was a really smart film as well as very funny you know well too. if you if, you're, if you'll listen to like a lot of Kevin Smith's old 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 mm-hmm. stuff like he he uses a fucking crazy fucking range in his vocabulary oh yeah well Chasing like, Amy for instance like, is another one it's you know, in, it's insane the guy like it, it's weird to me because he doesn't like with the way, like with how immature his jokes and stuff are, mm. 
his vocabulary is amazing. Yeah. Like I'm re- like I'm honestly like I'm jealous of his vocabulary. It's like he has an immature tone with the dick and fart jokes, but he makes it up with the smartness of his yeah. wordiness. Yeah, his, yeah, his wordiness. He got all fucking like he, the bitch fucking studied SAT words every goddamn day of his mm-hmm. fucking high school or something. It's it's awesome. I. But yeah, clerks. I mean, it, and well, behind the scenes, I I don't even say this would affect my ranking, but like just how he made such a good movie on such a little amount of money too, oh, yeah. and he used what he had. To make a good movie, well, see, and that's and that's and that's and I, like I said, I probably should have Clerks way higher than I do, um, but that's something I, I respect about the film mm. is the fact that he took twenty seven thousand dollars. He took guys who were not actors. Mm. I mean, I think oh oh Halloran and um, Halloran uh, and Anderson Anderson they were like yeah. aspiring actors or whatever. Yeah. And but, so it was uh, Marion uh, oh and the, girl, and the girls yeah. yeah. Um, but like he 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 made it like mm-hmm. he did like he put it all together like out of nothing. Like I said, Clerks probably be higher than last, but whatever, whatever. I agree. <laughs> but it was gonna. It was also another film where you know Dante gets the fucking shaft of life. It's Dante's yeah. Inferno, um, and you can relate to that in a lot of ways. Yes, I can. <laughs> it's like, all, right. Uh, all right, my number three, mm-hmm. Red State. Red State. I love Red State. Like I said earlier, my wife's favorite Kevin Smith film is Red State. I loved Red State because of the serious tone of it. I love it that he made fun of the Westboro Baptist Church. <laughs> of course. I love uh, I like John Goodman, um, one of the one of the young male actors that was one of the boys. I think the one that ran away and got shot. Mm-hmm. I, I really like. Um, he's been in a couple movies. I think I've seen. I really liked him. And um, I, I don't I don't I don't know why, but I love I love the idea of, and the ending was hilarious to me. The prank of the rapture was excellent for me, mm-hmm. especially like how John Goodman's just sitting there, and he kind of like. Trails off, and then the inspector's like, "Well, what happened?" He's like, "Oh, well, it was just the neighbors fucking playing a prank on him, and he set their you know tubas or whatever up to microphones <laughs> or so much." Like, I I don't know why, but I like I, I enjoyed like the action was great, the acting was great, mm. and I think and I think that pays off for me whenever it comes to some of his bigger budget films, and he's using I guess more real actors. Like, I love Jeff Anderson, I love Brian O'Halloran, uh, like you know Jason. I, but whenever you're getting like a guy like John Goodman in there, I think his performance is a lot better than those guys, and I think mm-hmm. that helps me because I can, I can see that character more as a character as opposed to like, oh, this is Brian O'Halloran, mm-hmm. oh, this is Jeff Anderson, like, and not, and I'm really not trying to take away from those guys because I like them and I like all the different roles that they play with Kevin's universe, but I like, mm-hmm. I guess, the more. M- prolific actors I guess mm. uh, and I, I like that and that's the thing that's why like I, I'm almost sad that Red State's not ranked as high as it is on my list because like I really did like it too like it's a good serious movie you know, good horror the, write, the writing in this one the, the, the thriller nature like like holy shit like what's gonna happen you know are mm. they gonna like, it, like they had the one girl that was getting starting to become sympathetic toward yep. the kids like I'm like is this girl gonna help him what the fuck is this girl gonna do whatever mm. like I loved everything about Red State all right, what's two for you? All right, two for me. Uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Probably, oh, why is it not number one? <laughs> probably our most quotable movie. In fact, I'm pretty sure we've talked about this in the past. We should do a running commentary for oh, the DVD oh, at some God. point. Because I know we, we both know it front to back pretty much. I could, I could damn near quote that movie from the very... And it, it's it's my number one, but I'll get to it whenever. Yeah. But uh, Jane Silent Bob, excellent. All right, my number two, and you're going to hate this because it was your number 11... <laughs> Zach and Mary make a porno. I love Zach and Mary make a porno. That movie is so fucking funny to me. Well, see, maybe that's how I feel like you feel about Dogma. Like, I think it's funny. And it's just like, 
Yeah, I, see, and I like I like Seth Rogen films, so he might have had a part of it. I like the black guy; Seth he might Rogen, have had a part of it. I don't know. I, I mean, I liked. I maybe I haven't seen enough. Like I've seen, like Pineapple Express. I enjoyed. Um, fucking. I need bad. I need to watch Pineapple Express again. Pineapple because Express I honestly probably, did not enjoy it. The first probably time my I favorite one of his uh, interview was actually really funny. I like the interview. I need to see <laughs> the interview. I need to see that. The interview was really good, which uh, was mo- more lower grossing than Zach and Mary. So you know, if Kevin wants to feel. Yeah. <laughs> But that's probably because it didn't have a wide release. But um, uh, I haven't seen Knocked Up. Even that was the movie that gave him his big like. Deal. I haven't seen him. I own it. Um, Observant Report. I saw some of, but that was even lower grossing than Zack and Mary apparently. Yeah. Too, so. oh. I don't know. Anyway, well, it's it's not Seth Rogen's podcast. Yeah. It's for Kevin Smith. Yeah, Kevin here. Smith. But yeah, I, for some reason, just Zack and Mary. I love that fucking movie. It makes mm. me laugh every time. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I don't know why I. I just think, I guess it's because I've actually thought about that, like, as a youngster, like, if Mm -hmm. I was ever older, or why don't people, like, if they ever need money, why not just make porno, Mm -hmm. because everyone makes money off of porno. But everyone else does it, too, so I think it's it's an oversaturated market at this point. (laughs) I honestly don't think it is, because people make tons of fucking money off that shit. That's true. Depends on how you go about it, I guess. I mean, shit, I could pay you 500 bucks, the fuck some chick that I paid, you know, a couple grand, Mm -hmm. and then... The production work putting out together, I could probably make a porno. Now you're thinking about it, seriously. <laughs> Maybe 10 G's. And then I just put it on the internet. Like, afford, I charge people to pay to watch the video, or I sell the DVD or whatever. Like, make, you make tons of money off of it. I'm not buying the URL Jake and John Porn, if that's what you're Jake asking. com. <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> that would be awful. Alright, alright. We use it as a verb, yeah. (laughs) Jake and John. Alright, my number one, and this is probably actually my favorite movie of all movies, is Mallrats. Wow. That's my statement for that. Well, it's not well that it's your favorite Kevin Smith movie, because I knew it was your favorite Kevin Smith movie. It's my favorite favorite of all movies. Yes, it is probably one of my favorite movies. Well, definitely one of, probably. You know you say that, but I'm going to say that for my number one as well. (laughs) Well, and your number one's very, (laughs) that's up there with me too. But uh, Mallrats, I don't know. Maybe I just uh, related to it more, just because the you know the ge- more geekiness yeah. of it, like than say Clerks or whatever. And then how like the characters they get shit on the whole fucking movie, and then the end is actually like a storybook ending. You yeah, know? Like, it really. Is. Say, like, Stop but, it! It gets a girl. Maybe it's just well, one. It's funny as hell. Obviously, it is. But that goes without saying. You know, so many good jokes in it, um, good humor, and, and maybe I just related to it a lot more than some of his other movies. Then that's why I like it as much as I do. Yeah, I, I find anytime I can relate to something, I like it a lot better. <clears throat> Which is funny because number one, I can't relate to it at all. <laughs> um, number one for me is Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Anytime mm-hmm. someone asks me what my top favorite, like my, mm-hmm. my what are your John, what are your top five favorite movies? Mm-hmm. Jay and Silent Bob is always the first one. It's always number one. Yeah, that's and where I always say more action movies. <laughs> um, well, I don't, I don't know what it is. I love the characters of Jay and Silent Bob. I love the goofiness. I love the funny. I love the the, the clit thing. Um, I love uh, fuck, uh, love Mark Hamill as Cockknocker. <laughs> like uh, I love uh, Federal Agent Will and Holly. Mm-hmm. Like I just. Who he ended up playing Marshall Will and Holly in yeah. the Land of the Lost movie? <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. I just like everything about Jay and Silent Bob, and it makes me laugh every time. Like more, I said, Morris I get, Day and Jerome. More. 
I, like you, I also loved how it brought the Viewers universe together, yeah. like, in a big, complete thing. And, like, how I even pointed out earlier, like, it brings out, like, Trish and uh, Alyssa are sisters, you know. Yeah, you know, like, everyone again. at the very end, it's like, or, oh. Or Banky and, Banky and Hooper X are lovers. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was hilarious to me. Like, he's so gay. <laughs> Walt and Steve Day. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that's, Jay's not Bob's my favorite, but that's, uh, yeah. That's... That, yeah, and that's her. But some a lot of these middle tier ones when I was making the list, like I could say they're tiers even. Like I could replace, you know, I could move some up and down depending on how I feel that day. Almost. Exactly. My my point is, and yours, I'm sure, is I love all of these movies, some more than others. Honestly, <laughs> my top three here are the only ones that will not move. All these others, well, maybe Clerks Four will probably stay there, but they, I could, like I said, I could change Clerks Two out with well, See, that's but, like, like everything under there, I could fucking. Move around. Probably much, Jersey Girl could probably move up. Just I would say with me, experience. kind of the same. Mallrats and Jane's Island Bob, those are solid locks one and two. Those won't change. Um, the rest of them, in their tiers, yeah. <laughs> they, would, they could, you know, slip through. Or I don't know, maybe one day in ten years I'll watch Zack and Mary again and think it's the funniest fucking thing ever. I doubt that. That's after <laughs> I've made a porno because you can't pay your rent. Right. <laughs> it's like, I got this. I can relate. <laughs> I can relate to it. Or, like, you know, Clerks too. I could probably rate above Clerks sometimes, just depending on, you know, how I feel. Because right. they're different styles of movies, you know. But, you know, they're both fucking excellent. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, that's, um... that That is Jake and John rankings Thanks. and talking a lot about Kevin Smith. This is going to be, like, a two-and-a-half-hour-plus yeah, podcast. Yeah, well, it's, it's worth it, because without Kevin Smith, there might not be Jake and John Pod. I'd say I'd sense. say without <laughs> Kevin Smith, without telling Steve Dave, I don't mm-hmm. think there would be. Because, mm-hmm. first off, I wouldn't know what the fuck a podcast is. <laughs> um, you would not have introduced me to half the shit I listen mm-hmm. to. Like, Kevin, with us being mm-hmm. podcasters... Tell us how you got into the industry. <laughs> I'm an, I'm a podcaster, Kevin. I'm a podcaster, Kevin. But uh, no, well, I've heard I've heard that question and I've heard that answer uh, several times in person. Yeah, so I know. Well, I mean, yeah, that's uh, we we're not professionals, we're amateurs, but we love doing this and we love doing it together. And we, in my opinion, have Kevin Smith to thank for that. Yeah, absolutely, because that, that was the whole point of Smodcast for him was like, oh, I, you know, this is a, once a week, or, well, less so now, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's like once a week, uh, me and my buddy Scott Mosier will get back, reconnect, and just, you know, we'll record it, and maybe other people will want to listen to it. Exactly. Yeah. And that's, uh... And that's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. We have a couple of people that listen to us, but I appreciate them. Yeah, and, and now with Smodcast, like I said, go to Smodcast.com. There's something for everyone here, even if it's not Kevin Smith on the actual show. Exactly. You know, even though most of them, with Kevin, I, well, I don't know even if most of them. I listen to Smodcast. I don't listen to Babylon, not because I don't want to. It's just, I, I, maybe, you're probably right. I just throw, well, I have other podcasts besides the Smodcast ones I listen to, too, you know. Yes, yeah. They come out every week. I don't. I try, I, I, I listen to AVA for about maybe a couple months, but it got boring. But I mean, the main ones I listen to are like Smodcast, um, I'm caught up with Edumacation, uh, Fat Man on Batman, when that comes out, those have been pretty good lately. Tell him Steve too. Dave. Tell him Steve Dave is number one. Always will always be. Always smart. I, I listen to ISO Comics as well. I don't but. listen to that anymore. <laughs> I can't listen to Mike and Ming anymore. I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Mike and Ming. I like you guys, but I can't listen to you. I anymore. listen to Phoebe as well. That's uh, Scott Mosier and Matt Myra from The Nerdist. They have a good chemistry. Um, whenever Highlands of People History comes out, I don't think that's come out for years. <laughs> it's still on the active list, though. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, 
Uh, I'd listen to that because that's just that's Kevin uh, Walton Bryan. Yeah, which is what kind of snowballed into Tell Him Steve Dave. Snowball pun intended. If you watch Clerks. <laughs> Speaking of, I mentioned Fat Man on Batman, right? Yeah. I can actually work a steam code or three into this. Oh, can you? Yeah. Oh, throw a steam code on the back end of this. Well, um, I think I'll... It's hard because these are like the humble URLs. They're not like codes. Uh, um, how about this? I give out the last four digits of each code. And whoever gets them, you can get all three if you want. I'll put the rest of the URLs on the site. Uh, these are all Batman-related codes. So these are uh, pretty good games, I would say. Um, you got... You're giving away three games? Two games and one skin pack because I don't need it. And I okay. Haven't. All right. The two games I'm giving away, I've got Batman Arkham Asylum, Game of the Year Edition, Batman Arkham City, Game of the Year Edition, so that's all the DLC. Just wait on this for Xbox 360, <laughs> I'd get it from you. Oh, I'd give it to you if you want, but... <laughs> and, um, the skin pack is for Batman Arkham Origins, it's the Millennium Skins DLC, but I have no use for that on the PC or anything. Okay. So, um, for Arkham Asylum Game of the Year Edition, which, I don't know what the Game of the Year Edition would entail, I don't think there was DLC for that game, um... I'll put the URLs up for all these. The last four digits for Arkham Asylum are lowercase k, capital S, capital G, lowercase d. All right, for uh, Batman Arkham City Game of the Year, which had DLC, plenty of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the last four digits of that are capital P, lowercase z, lowercase d, and capital R. And then for the skins pack for Origins, which probably won't be used to you unless you have Origins, uh, capital Z, capital S, Lowercase d, capital K. All right, now why'd you only give the last four digits? Aren't they? Su- They're URLs. Like you have to go to a website, put your email in, and it'll email it to you. Oh, okay. that's how Humble Bundle did it at some point or whatever. Like it's not like a enter this whole code and you get the game. Okay, okay, that works. It then. like ties it to your account through their thing. Gotcha, gotcha. So if you want some Batman games, uh, the Arkham Knight's coming out in a couple weeks. If you want to catch up, yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> I need to do that. Grab you some Batman. I. And I know Kevin loves Batman. <laughs> He's in Lego Batman 3, for Christ's sake, says yeah, that, himself. That, that is a kind of awesome, actually. Um, all right, well, with that... Um, with that, I think it's time to, uh, time to wipe the jizz off of our lips. And face, faces, necks, and chests. Yes, say, oh, what a lovely tea party. What a lovely tea party. And with that, we'll and, um, see you guys next time. Well, yeah. check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Google+. Plus, uh, Stitched. Stitched. iTunes. iTunes. And... Uh, also check out smodcast.com not that they need our endorsement yeah but. it's not like they don't have over a million fucking people anyways this is Jake and John Pod. I'm John and I'm Jake we'll see you guys next time snoochie boochies alright and after it's all over you say oh what a lovely tea party 